2: He's Come got in. the length, I reckon.
3: Position here coming across. Oh, oh big collision. Look at the courage of Kelly. He wastes no time, runs to 45. This is the West Coast first.
2: There we go.
1: Here we go. Oh, thank God the, the red carpet's finished. Uh, any highlights on the red carpet?
3: Um, there was some dresses, some suits, and a few women very desperate to appear like the next Rebecca Judd.
1: Um, I thought it was uh, it was a little bit poor form that um, Fife's hair outshone all the girls. But, I mean, it had to be expected, really, didn't it? Looking gangster
0: as fuck with a cane, too. Just <laughs> <laughs> throwing on in.
1: He said it was either that or crutches in a moon boot. He definitely picked the right one.
0: Yeah. Actually, speaking of that, I was watching UFC yesterday morning. And I saw a, a guy, he came out and his corner brought crutches to the cage. I'm like, that's coming prepared. Yeah, that, that not was, prepared see, for a win.
3: You could have seen Polaris as considerate these days. <laughs> <laughs> it like,
1: was Japan, so maybe they already knew the result.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, okay, so if anybody is joining us from uh, Reddit or overseas or wherever else you come from, um, firstly, thanks. Uh, there is a comment section, and if you type in there, hopefully that we can see it and we'll try and respond. Um, as best we can. We can be uh, completely bribed. <laughs> I thought it was a bit unlucky that um, Chris Brown got ejected from the free metal game. You couldn't come to perform tonight. Uh, ooh. Well, while James Blunt's banging on, we may as well go through the weekend's results. Ah, yeah. um, Friday night, uh, Hawthorne over Frio. Now, I had to watch it on replay, which was either Hawthorne won and I watched it on replay, or Hawthorne lost and I don't watch it at all. Because <laughs> I was at a mate's wedding. Um, apparently there was something with the umpires I don't know, I didn't really I didn't, I didn't catch on
3: All weekend the umpires had shockers um, in, in fairness, there were certain things they did well um, They seemed to have the 15 metre kick rule uh, Enforced quite effectively
1: um, Quite vigorously
3: Yeah, and look, I'm fine with that But there were a few spots where you just think What the fuck Um in my opinion the North Melbourne uh, West Coast game was officiated worse but um, you know people will disagree and that's fine you're just wrong but, <laughs> but um, for, for the freer one um, the big controversy was obviously the crowd interaction um, I can't I, I want to say Suckling was running towards the boundary line um, Bruce. Bruce. oh yeah I get those two confused. <laughs> ah, uh, which time? Uh, when the player cocked his arm back uh, ah, the, sorry Smith? the supporter cocked yeah. his arm back
1: um, it was Isaac Smith yeah
3: and act like he was going to punch him. Now, look, I, I did make that comment on Reddit that he can do that to Isaac Smith. But if that's Brian Lake running towards a boundary and for a second he thinks, I'm about to get punched. And then he thinks, wait a minute, I'm Brian Lake. I don't get punched. I'm the one who does the punching. And knocks this guy fucking out, all of a sudden it's a big deal. All I mean, of a sudden, yeah. Granted, you know, knocking out a spectator is a pretty big deal. But, um, yeah, look, I've don't think that's very smart. Like, threatening to punch a player who's running towards the badger. Oh, give him the mouthful of yeah. the cheek, absolutely.
1: And I'm sure he thought he was pretty cool. Yeah,
0: oh, he's sure. probably about 12 beers deep, too, yeah. and <laughs> thinking this is his moment on camera. And it was almost like the other guy, who was it? Uh, was it Shui or someone who did their back over the, the railing and that guy just leant all the way over and just gave him a spray right in his ear hole. Bruce, it was. Yeah, Bruce, yeah.
3: Look, that one, I, I think it's dumb, but... Giving a player a spray, as long as it's you know not, uh,
1: I think a certain lines. He was it's almost giving him a literal spray though. Well, yeah, I mean, he could yeah. have felt the spittle from there surely.
3: <laughs> and they were talking about the bloke who gave him a bit of a, a whack with his blob anchor. That is stupid as fuck. You should never touch the players. Yeah, but to me, that is less uh, less intrusive than the bloke who cocked his arm back and like was going to punch him.
0: And I think if you're like well, sort of the Frio squad. I wouldn't be that unimpressed with my crowd giving us an awesome home ground advantage like that. Well, that's, what home, of,
1: that's what home crowds are for. Yeah, well, it's one of the
0: things that you miss though in AFL compared to soccer and that where a home ground advantage is really a home ground advantage in soccer where if the ball goes out even the ball boy, he'll sit there, he'll fuck around with the yeah. ball, throw it the other direction, <laughs> yeah. get Or fucked. just not move. It's yeah. like, mate, you get the fucking ball. Yeah, yeah exactly. No job. And you actually, the crowd is like all on one side and booing, shit, that's the least of your worries. I mean, how many times they chant that Mrs. Beckham takes it up the ass, yeah. you know, around a, mean, the soccer match? I mean, they put
1: effort into the insults. Yeah,
0: yeah. And that's one thing you can respect the English um, sort of fans for, is that they come up with some pretty interesting sledging from the, the
1: crowd banter.
3: Oh, the songs and everything. <clears throat>
1: Anyway, on, on the game, uh, the criticism all year about Frio was they couldn't score enough. But geez, they made some dumb mistakes to go with it at, yeah. at yeah. really the wrong times.
0: Yeah. And I think with uh, this Frio squad, I think that their sort of strategy got found out. And I'm going to claim, I've been trying to claim something for Richmond all season. So I'm claiming Dimmer was the one that sort of showed nice. everyone how it's done. If you cut off their run from half back and stop, stop yeah. them going inboard, it was pretty much a, a one trick pony because, like you said, they don't have many key forwards. So they've got Pavlic up there, but. As soon as you're blocking him off, they rely on people running forward into the fifty to kick their goals, and they set that up from the half back line. And once you block that off, then it really
3: limits their ability to kick goals. And like I found out a while ago, so something thing is that's understated. Dimmer did a fucking fantastic job in setting that up. Um, As a coach, he is right—an elite coach, in my opinion. Um, Just for getting Richmond to work the way they did and achieve what they have, and for sticking around for
1: how many years have been in Richmond now good effort second longest coach at Richmond exactly. ever it's a know, good effort isn't it amazing
3: you've got uh, a life expectancy measured in well hours as a Richmond coach <laughs> before <laughs> someone's it's called in, in sacking <laughs> last about as long as a well a captain's misses at North Melbourne
1: something funny I just thought uh, two things like we've got Gil McLaughlin who's on telly now um, giving his speech isn't it amazing that um Hamish McLaughlin is the characteristic, uh, sorry, charisma one yeah, out of yep. his family. That just astounds me. Um, yep. The other big thing about Brownlow Medal, because uh, sorry, I was skipping over the games because we've got to get through to our predictions before the, the votes start. Um, it's obviously voted for by the umpires. They get no love on the night whatsoever. They don't get on camera. They don't get to read out their votes. Yeah, nothing.
0: Uh, I'm going to be because a- they get it wrong. I'm going to put it out there. Probably not going to be much love from us tonight either. So. <laughs> nah, nah. Especially we haven't even really hit the games in, in full full force yet. So.
1: Um, all right, Can't so we'll, the light. we'll go into your predictions first. Uh, just let's go straight out. Who, who wins? Oh, um, round, round, round one's I, just come up.
0: I think Fife's going to win. I think Smoney will be about two pingers deep by halfway mark. <laughs> um, yeah, that's my predictions.
1: So Fife, Josh, um, you're going Goldstein? I'm
3: going Goldstein because I've got cash on it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I bought, I put money on it, uh, except
3: Fife. Like, oh, uh, you
1: got the field versus Fife.
3: Well, yeah, excluding Fife, who wins the brown line? Which is a dumb way of doing it, but uh, they did the odds, and I think I got sevens for Goldstein. So I thought, well, oh, there's a value bet. There it is. So as long as uh, Goldie gets the the most votes of someone who's not named Nat Fife, I win money. So uh, let's let's hope that happens.
1: Well, I I'm going to go really out there and say it's going to be joint winners, Fife and Kennedy. Oh, yeah. And Gaff With is now. the dark horse. Yep. Sydney Kennedy. Sydney Kennedy, yeah. So you've always got to pick a dark horse. So who's your dark horse? <laughs> you love a dark horse.
0: <laughs> I love a dark horse. Um, as a ruffy, I'll go for... My roughy. Hanabry. Hanabry. is a darky.
1: He's one of the favourites.
3: Jesus. You haven't, you haven't really stretched yourself there. Alright, the, the surprise. The one who gets the votes that you don't expect them to. I'm going to go for Dyson Heppel. Yeah.
1: Ooh, yeah. It's going to be hard. They only won six games. Yeah, It's going to be tough. Yeah, but, but if he gets more than two votes, it's going to be a surprise. Yeah. Uh,
3: a couple of other predictions. I reckon Boomer Harvey will score about six. Which um, he'd have to have scored over the most years. He'd be in the, the top figure for that, just for longevity. Yeah. And the fact that you're still scoring in 20th well, season. Scored just about as much as Kerry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, no, no,
0: no, not no, even close. <laughs> but how many people actually are in the know of who wins before the well, actual they, announcement? The umpires, they imagine. reckon it's it's a fair few. Uh,
1: they reckon that sealing the votes that is fairly legit. Yeah, uh, as in like, obviously the umpires ride it and, yeah, yeah. Um, and seal it up but when the Armour Guard delivers it that's all legit that's not just for show right? because there's a lot of money on it
2: yeah
0: so anyway but going back to the Hawks versus um, Frio Frio, Frio. Hey, was that the first game or the first one that was, it was the first one yep. that was the first one um, I found that what happened was Hawks maturity really played out um, with how they could control the pace of the game Yeah, and it's one of those things a sign of a good team that it doesn't matter how bad you're going during the season. You thrive in those press situations. And it looks like Hawthorne and that team where they look forward to that pressure. Like, that's what they want. That's when they're in their element and they know they can handle it. And that's sort of the edge they have of other team.
3: Well, both games over the weekend, we saw a team come out of the blocks looking like, you know, solid gold and then get just yeah. smashed for the rest and, of the game. And not take advantage but, of it as well.
1: But even mm. when Frio were dominating in the first five or six minutes, yep. um, Hawthorne didn't look panicked. They'll they look beaten. Yeah. But they'll still okay, we got this. It's okay. Yeah. You know what? They've kicked a couple. That's all right. We yeah. got this. Yeah. Um because they've been there before. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's why, you know, the I think they've got six players over thirty as opposed to West Coast you only have one player who's yep. Prittus, who yeah. is thirty. Yeah. Um, going into Saturday's game. But they've been there. Yeah. Um Burgoyne is now the second most finals ever. Yeah. Yeah. In, Tuck's first, isn't he? Yeah, only yeah. behind Tuck. He's played for I think it's t- daylight behind Tuck. I think he, he needs two years, basically two full <laughs> years, to catch up to Tuck. Yeah, it might be three. He, well, needs. he did,
3: Back when Tuck was playing, it was what final six, and it was pretty much just elimination. Final five, final <laughs> five. Yeah, so yeah. you just you he'd only play play
0: two or three finals a year. Yeah. Um, uh, how many years has Ross Lyon been in charge of Frio for? Oh,
1: I think four. Four. So I think he got them to the grand final in his second or third year so it's two years since then so it's four or five
0: so we've got one more year until he can nominate for free agency and just try his luck out <laughs> in, the, in the open market I doesn't care what he coaches he'll teach the I'll shoe shine boy how to shine shoes they
3: can start trading uh players for coaches north melbourne's in hey, well hey hawthorn's in yeah. let's <laughs> what do you mean hawthorn will start their own league hey, north's got two coaches in the grand final this weekend so there you go.
1: Yeah, Hawthorne have, actually no. West Coast have got four umpires in the grand final. <laughs> yeah, so. okay. Good luck with that one. Um, if we start trading out assistant coaches for head coaches for draft picks or something, <laughs> yeah, 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 it'd be oh, geez,
0: I'd love that. But it was funny seeing that that's the way. Now, oh, here we but, go. We've got Gordon's come up. Carey, one hundred twenty seventh, forty sixth, and Boomers had 7th There you go. Damn. Already got him. Thank you Fuck very much, shit. Gordon. Cheers, Gordon. Yeah,
1: you, can, you can look that up on AFL tables at any stage. Trust right, could have yeah. done. But we don't um, need to. Thank you,
3: Gordon. Thank you very much. Um, well, there you go. Seventh of all time. Wow. Geez, you, you imagine... Um, well, we should probably look that up, actually. You imagine Bartlett to be ahead of him uh, for the same reasons, longevity. Yeah. And the fact yeah. that Bartlett was still yeah, polling in his but, final seasons. Yeah, I don't know about Bartlett. Mind you, Bartlett did look like he was 57. from From
0: the get-go. Well, yeah he almost looks like Mr Burns in like his heyday you know where he still have a couple of
1: strands of hair those same dots Jeremy Cameron looks bloody awful in a tux he still looks like <laughs> Fernando Alonso to
3: me. yes it's just copying soccer or whatever But Bartlett's yeah, got 160
0: 136 adjusted for the current um, level of voting alright oh, cheers Gordon so 136 go. this Bartlett, is much easier than Kerry. Googling it
1: we're gonna, I'm going to call it Her Gordon it for now yeah <laughs> we're
0: going to Gordon it Gordon it yep. yeah. we're on um so yeah. back to
1: Dangerfield, yeah, old I think he, he announced account. it uh, the day before.
3: <laughs> Jared Wake
1: up vote. The day before, and he went on, and geez, it, the poor old missus copped it. Did you hear from that? Because, you know, he said, you know, we're moving back home for, um, you know, family and the missus to raise a family. Uh, she, oh, she copped it on social media. <laughs> right. Bit rough. I thought it was, it was good for him because he's known for a long time that he's known, yeah. obviously. And uh, by all accounts oh. told. Uh, told the club we were at yep. as well. Um, so he, he's announced it after the season, uh, but he's announced it before the Best and fairest night, and he's still rocked up to the Best and fairest night. And so said, yep. "Guys, because yeah. at the end of the day, you had know, to pick up his jacket. He's got to pick up his jacket. <laughs> um, he's still a legend of the club. Yeah, exactly. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Never got to you know um, salute on the last day, um, but he's still somebody that you can't argue with what he's done.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah." And that's us you get to a point where you've earned the right to pretty much do what you want, yeah. and I think he's one of those people.
1: I mean, if you could go back home oh, that one. <laughs> to to, yeah. to work, why well, wouldn't you?
0: Exactly.
3: would be pretty interesting.
1: Um, the fact that he hasn't got nine votes after three rounds, I think might rule Fife out. Yeah, it could. I'm putting uh, a line through Fife already. <laughs> well, I, I mean, he, on he's the head. done.
3: I think, uh, ooh, who's six plus? Jack Stevens, Taylor Hunt's got four, um, and... The umpires are still sort of getting used well, to okay, footy What's this dude's well. name? Jared
0: Quartermain is it? That's pretty uh, Not pretty oh,
1: Basil. Yeah. Basil. Baz, Basil the schnoz. He
0: looks like sort of What Why do they call him the schnoz?
1: <clears throat> yeah.
0: Um, who's that wanker who was on Jurassic Park? He was... Um, oh, yeah, Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum. He looks like almost a cracked out Jeff Goldblum. He does actually. Yeah. yeah he, put some but Jeff
1: Goldblum on. looks like a cracked out Jeff Goldblum. Yeah.
0: Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, that's true. This is true. Uh, Gordon did We, we Gordon it.
1: it. I tell you, what, he, he's three votes. Gordon,
0: three votes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> round one. Gordon's got three.
1: So that's uh, Frio Hawthorne. Um, Pav, do you think he goes around again?
0: Yeah, I thought, I, so. I thought they were pretty rough to write him off straight away after the game unless they're in the know, unless they know something. Um,
1: yeah, unless he's already yep. you know, clue people in. Like, this, this should be the last one.
0: And look, I think they can have Pav as more serviceable next year, not as reliant, if that makes sense, because yeah. they realise what their weaknesses are and they're going to have to change strategy because they're being found out.
1: It's, it's going to depend a lot too on... Um who, who else they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. trade. Well, yeah. Well, if they get yep. Schultz, then you would probably have to say. Well, Schultz has don't... already signed on for Paul oh, yeah, yeah they did too. Yeah. So Cam McCarthy is the one. Cam that, McCarthy. Uh, yeah, they just have to he trade was, for him.
0: He actually has flagged that he wanted to go back to Perth. Yeah, so yeah. but GWS are going to play hardball with him.
1: Well, he's contracted for next well, year. The other name is yeah.
3: um, from North, Aaron Black. Um, he but, hasn't been getting a game and probably isn't going to. What? And he's a WA boy, but uh, I don't know they get much for him to be honest.
1: No, I mean, that's it. You've got to go look at the waffle, sample, uh, VFL um, to try and get another key forward because, I mean, there was a few up for the mark um, this year in the trade, and this trade period is going to be massive. Yeah. It's it's the biggest ever. Um, But, you know, Dixon's already um, nominated where he wants to go. So there's a few WA boys that are looking to go home.
3: It'll be interesting to me to see with the Dangerfield thing uh, if they can't form an agreement and it goes to. Uh, draft. draft
1: if somebody else punts on him
3: if somebody else is just like mm. I don't give a fuck if you're wanting to go to Geelong I'm grabbing you
1: if, if somebody does uh, you know just usurp Geelong and just to be a <laughs> yeah. bastard yeah. <laughs> oh, um, if I, he goes I, to draft I, I don't think he'll go for a draft if, though. if North but, didn't no.
3: I'd be absolutely fine with that I
1: think they're going to um, find an amicable, amicable trade for, for both of them
3: well they, they have to because you can guarantee it's not going to get to Geelong if he goes to draft no. just to do that Yeah, Well, Adelaide has got something for it.
1: Especially now that you can trade future draft picks as well. Yeah, yeah. It's going to come into it, and I reckon they're probably going to get a a couple of dips at it. Uh, Round four, Nat 5's got six votes.
3: It's always funny trading draft picks, though, because if you're trading a quality player, you expect the team you're trading to to improve. So the idea is that they'll have worse draft picks if your player's good. So if you trade a shit player, you might get a better draft pick the next year.
1: Uh, Just just quietly um, I was watching the, uh, the little bit of the red carpet before we went on air yeah. um, Nick Nat he, he's done alright um, but the I, I what, did with his missus or yeah, yeah. Um, I, I did notice that the, the missus hasn't really done much with her hair yeah. and I don't reckon anybody else is going to notice at all <laughs> if you just got a, got a quick peek at the dress yeah nobody's going to notice
3: I don't know if she's got a head <laughs> I, I didn't see it so I'll keep an eye out Um, I imagine they'll swing to the WA function at some stage. So I think umpires are the same sort of thing. They don't want to come brown low medal night, you read out a name and everyone goes, wow, that umpire knows fucking nothing. And the thing is, they've got too much to do anyway. Yeah, but if if you put forward certain names, like if you umpire a Frio game and you put Nat Fife in votes, it doesn't matter at all uh, what sort of game you had because you're not going to look like an idiot yeah. by giving that five votes. Well, I mean, if you he didn't play
1: two- six games. So if you put him in for one of those and he gets one vote, <laughs>
3: you might... Uh, you know what? I guarantee it's not the first time it's happened yep. in uh, the Brownline medal. <laughs> but um, like, even if Eddie Betts gets votes for this game, just for that kick, just for that stupid boundary line, you should have passed it off, you selfish bastard, <laughs> but it went through and it's a fucking fantastic kick. Yeah, but think- if
0: that's the case, he's getting three votes just about every game. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think they do uh, Mark and Goal of the Year tonight as well. Do they? Um... So I don't know if you remember him, but I think Nat Fyfe's got goal of the year and Nat Nui for mark of the year.
0: Yeah, the worst thing is it's been such high competition for goal of the year. It's almost every round you've got the similar contender from the boundary line, snap, picked it up, not really thought or looked about what you're doing, just bang on the boot the way you go through.
3: Well, and it's kind of hard to compare. Like uh, every round you see those boundary line falling over sort of things. And that Dangerfield one from the finals, that would have been goal of the year uh, a decade ago. Yeah. Whereas now it's just, oh, that motherfucker, look at him go. Um,
1: it was never going to miss, that one. No, yeah. and that's It, was, thing. it was never yeah. going to miss.
3: But um, it, to me, it's the running goals now that are starting to be the exception. You don't see players have enough space to do the, the 60, 70-meter runs. Yeah. Of like yeah. the Michael Long style back in the day run.
0: Or if, if they do, they, they shouldn't have done that. <laughs> it's like, you should have passed mm. fucking 50 meters ago, dude.
3: What are you doing? Like the ones that bulk three guys, spin out of a tackle. Yeah. I, I want to see those in the highlights package because they're so rare the, the, the snaps from the pocket
1: I mean every game last year's goal of the year was Matty White running down the wing yeah at uh, yep. Eddie had against yeah again Richmond, yep. Yep. Michael Longstar
0: <laughs> yeah it was actually almost uh, yeah
1: and I remember uh, what's his name Daniel Kerr getting one uh, for goal of the year one year so that was probably I don't know a good 10 years ago now yeah Something like that. so yeah they get a run every now and then but that's why I like Fives this year because he's you know pinned on the boundary line dodged you know, yeah. Around one, round two, kicked it, got smothered. Yeah. Bounced, got the A-grade bounce right back into his hands, and put it back through. So, We're,
3: do you know anyone that dislikes Matt Fife? Besides the people that have to tag him, I mean.
1: <laughs> I don't think I don't know if anybody knows that they're tagging him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like he's the MRP.
3: He's a ridiculously yeah. good player. He's uh, underrated for his actual hardness. Like, playing a game with a fractured
1: fibula. Ah, yeah. It's, it's not a bad effort. Yeah. Uh, let's be honest. And he was um, probably Frio's best player. Yeah. With a broken uh, leg. Just crazy
3: skills, guts, hardness, a top on field Leap. leader. Leap. Yeah. Not, a, not an arrogant fuck. Jesus Christ. He, I'd adopt the kid. I mean, to be
0: honest, I couldn't even... like If if you played a soundbite of his voice I wouldn't be able to pick it you just don't hear anything from him I've just heard fuck all interviews with him <laughs> through the media there's a kid interviewing
3: Brent Harvey now and I reckon the kid's uh, bigger than him
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah thanks for the hard job but yeah, uh, I was going uh, not looking misses. at you are we saying like the man show kid on there
0: <laughs> the like, up. <laughs> side boob
3: and Nat Fyre's is there pimping he should have gone with a, a pimp hat
0: he should have come with some hookers.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> You've got to get yourself... He's a dick drawn. I thought he was drawing I <laughs> thought he was drawing it then. I could have sworn that he was going to be in gold. I, could,
3: I would just love to see Woman's Day or the, f- the girl who writes for... The woman who writes for Daily Life, Clementine Ford. I was going to say, yeah, I I've
1: know. got a chance of getting this right.
3: Um <laughs> She would just be up in arms about that shit. Some of her articles are good, but I can imagine uh, ro- putting a dick on a small child, a picture of a dick, fucking better. <laughs> that, Jesus that, Christ, um, that escalated. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, putting a picture of a penis on a small child probably raise a few flags and probably. Get-
1: what do you mean, probably? Oh. Oh, I think that's a dead yeah. set. <laughs> yeah, I think w- we, well, we can,
0: I mean. I'm, I'm of, already looking at oh, you, fucking know. weirdy, Weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, also with Hawthorne, um I thought it was interesting. With they've been to, was it free – They went Lewis to. Lewis got votes <clears>
1: despite the takeout.
0: They went to the West. Was it three times
1: in four weeks or something? I About that? Th- oh, there's uh, net I can see exactly that.
2: what you meant.
0: Jesus Christ!
1: A <laughs> little bit, a uh, little bit longer than that. It was, it was three times since four round weeks. nineteen, something like
0: that. They they planned out their post-match sort of thing where they let the players decide when they're going to go home and sort of do it on their own accord.
1: And a few of them went there earlier, too. Hello from Phuket, Thailand. Thailand. Hey Phuket, Thailand. The girly bars can take the girly a break. The girly bars can take a break a couple of hours.
3: Uh are you sure they're girly bars? They're bars,
0: you know and I mean you got alcohol. You uh, know. Mate, when in Phuket, do a who hasn't sucked a dick in Thailand,
3: let's be honest. <laughs> or is it, is it girl ish bars? Yeah, I think that's the same joke, anyway. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> well that's uh, round five in the books. Uh, long um, just don't What's it gonna say <laughs> the uh, Falcons? Daisy Pearce got invited this year, too. Daisy Uh, Pearce? Daisy Pearce. She's the captain of the Melbourne women's team. Oh, okay. She got an invite. Fair enough. I think she... Go close for most votes for Melbourne, too. Honestly, I... In previous years.
3: I would really love to see the um, curtain raiser women's matches. like Women's matches being used as curtain raisers more often. Uh, They had it for... I think it was this round, actually.
1: I think it's... um, it's, it's almost a certainty nah it wasn't this round because it was Melbourne versus Bulldogs that's right I think it's almost yeah. a certainty that they're moving to a women's league at yeah. some stage
0: and I think yeah. the, the um, they've set up right where you've got a lot of grassroots footy that include a women's league now yeah. I mean shit look at oh. country leagues have yeah. mostly got women's leagues
3: and shit there's Doing some okay, strong yeah. women man Boomer Harvey opening his account Ooh, three he's voter. got six, he's
1: got six. I reckon my 11's looking pretty strong I'm gonna, uh, I've already wiped out five even though he's leading
0: I'm going to go Um, out of limb here and guess that if the big Texans get ahead in the votes, he's not going to slow down the beers. (laughs) Keep putting them away.
1: I think he's brought uh, Scotty Thompson as his date today. Did he? Because uh, last year he didn't get an invite. I was Thompson like
0: sucking dicks the other night. <laughs> <laughs> Last year, Scotty Thompson took him. I
1: know that trick. <laughs> and, oh, I reckon it's a bit uh, a bit unfortunate. He, he, he could have got Marge up from Broken Hill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get old Marge up. She, she could have she done the hair as well. Exactly right. She could have done the girl's hair yeah. Yeah. while they're they going along. So while we've got uh, Boomer Harvey getting carried off for of his 400th year, we, we talk about the other game <laughs> the weekend in uh, West Coast and uh, North. Um, imagine if you went back to back, media would explode.
3: Yeah. Give me give me one second of saltiness on the West Coast <laughs> North match, because fuck me, those umpires oh, hate yes. Um didn't well, cost the game. I to so. Not blaming the umps for the game. You but
1: wouldn't have been there if it weren't for the umps.
3: Oh fuck mm. me. I was I was pissed off. You can get tripped over and get called holding the ball. Uh, mind you we did kick yeah. it out on the bounds I, on I the full eleven times. <laughs> <laughs> um They had a fucking shocker. And if either of those two are in the grand final, it will make the grand final worse.
0: None of them should be in the grand final. And I think even further than that, they should take their microphones away. I think it should be like, um, if you need to have the AFL umpires, um, if you need their microphone feed for a certain play on the replay, then have it fed in there. But for a live footy, just turn it off because it's like they almost like the sound of their own whistle too much. (laughs) And I think with the AFL finals, it's different. Like it's a different flow, different intensity, and you got to umpire a bit differently, especially with such interpretive rules.
3: You got to uh, play go. I see where you're going, but I think if you umpire consistently through the whole season, yeah, that's not the problem. Um, yeah, true, true. Like the problem is, an umpire blows a whistle, and you're like, "What the fuck happened?" Yeah. And there are a couple of times where literally everyone's like, "What the fuck happened?" Including both teams. <laughs> including the umpire, yeah. I was, was that yeah. me? <laughs> did I the play umpire, that? umpire thirty yeah. meters away, not controlling, his has got a free kick it. on Robbie Tarrant. Yeah, and everyone's like, "What was that for?" And even the other umpires like, "What the fuck did you do that for?" You yeah. forget. Yeah. But
1: anybody being honest, both teams that won on the weekend played better anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. It didn't like. I mean, it it could have had an effect on results, yeah. but still, the better
1: team won to get uh, through the matchup with uh, Nick Nicknat and uh, Goldstein. Yeah, um, I don't really know who won. Yes. I mean, hit outs wise, Goldstein, but it was Nick Nat followed up roving very well. And the thing is he mm. just keeps
0: the ball in dispute until he gets it. Yeah. Like he's just got the extra arm length where he can tap it out of someone's hands or just keep it move it along forward until either the rovers come through or he gets a clean possession and then just runs.
3: But it, I it, think Nick Nat actually did better solely because he was able to find a free runner
1: yeah. uh, a bit more often. No, yeah. I don't think he made as many mistakes yeah. as Goldstein made some early. You know, yeah.
0: Oh, actually that was the other thing for um for hawks. Um uh, who's the Ruckman? McAvoy. McAvoy. Did excellent work um, down back, cutting, going across and yeah. cutting
1: off, off work. In the last couple of weeks, he's taken some nice marks. But he's also, hands.
0: what he'd in the ruck against Sanderlands was that he'd go up for the tap, but he wouldn't look at getting the tap. He'd look at sharking Yeah. So wherever Santa's going to tap it, he's looking to sort of block almost like, um, like defensive a,
1: basketball. Or, or mm. like a volleyball spike.
0: Yeah. So he's going up and he's, yeah, like blocking the, the volleyball spike. He's going up and not necessarily looking for the tap, but looking to block it and yeah. just shark wherever he's going, which I thought was kind of an intelligent way to go about it. Especially when he, sure he gets smashed, otherwise he's yeah, good to see a couple a of times
3: Sandlin just went for the belt. Yeah. Like, um, if you're a ruckman his size, I reckon at least once every four or five bounces, let your rovers know, right lads, this one's going long. Jesus. And let him run a little bit. Yep. Um, because when he wants to belt the shite out of the ball, not many other ruckmen can stop him. Yeah. And of the ones that can, McAvoy isn't one of them.
1: Yeah. No. Nah. Yeah. He's, he's not
0: a leaper Oh, McAvoy. He's not an no. athlete umpires and politicians are the same if you don't notice them they've done a good
1: job yep that's true Steb. yep yep. same with children
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I agree yeah and that's why I, I, I'd like for as long as it's consistent you can't really complain but yeah. I'd rather complain about free kicks that weren't paid as opposed to complaining about free kicks that were paid that weren't there I agree like, like especially when they're fun. in the forward 50 all you can
1: ask yeah. is they call what they say yeah Yep. and it, it, if they didn't say it because uh, like the uh, North Melbourne Richmond game, yep. yeah, there was a shit ton of players around it. Yeah. I can totally understand why they can't live see with it. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you only you can't make guesses. That, yeah. That's the worst. Is when they make a guess. Yeah, yeah. Or like,
3: there's been three uh, ball ups in a row, and they're like, I'm going to give, I'm going to give something. I'm gonna give something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Remember there was the the free kick that Boomer Harvey got off Pretis. Yeah, in Tassie. Yeah. Yeah. The umpire made a guess. Yeah, and exactly. That's wrong. Yeah,
0: and it was funny. I was talking to the old and man. He paid for it on the weekend. Boomer should have got a fifty and didn't. Ah, look at five. Look, yeah.
1: Oh, no. Nah, oh. No, nah, that's accidental. No, nah, not worth it. Hold no the ball.
0: I was, I was talking I to um, fine for that one. the old man the other day. And he was saying, because obviously he knows all the rules and that, for being coaching and umpiring, and had the old rule books apparently at the as the header of every single page. Spirit of said, the law. Spirit of the law is to keep the ball in motion. Yeah. I think yeah. it's something like that. And that's at the top of every single page of the rule book.
3: Yeah. Kind of been forgotten in the last few years, I think. And what irritates me the most um, in terms of those free kicks is you'll see a full forward and a full back wrestling and they've both got hold of each other but yep. nine times out of ten it'll be the forward against the free kick um, to me that's cheap like, yeah. as long as they're together and wrestling I'm absolutely fine with it continuing Yeah, oh, sorry Hawthorne Melbourne I went to that game too uh, yep. if the backman's got a handful of jumper absolutely free kick every day of the week but um, if their arms are interlocked or whatever let them go
1: yeah, yeah. Old uh, Pendlebury's already unbuttoned the top button. He's gone slack already. I'll, like, what, I'll, I'll, give, I'll not here for a long time.
0: I'll give three votes to whichever dudes misses is drinking a pint. <laughs> I don't want to see any champagne on this. You want the missus who's in there drinking beers? That's that's the one you want to take home.
1: Something interesting I read a couple of weeks ago. You now that Sammy Mitchell's on on the screen. Um,
0: here we go. Hebbles on seven. He's still got a couple of games, so got a bit of support for your darkie there. Ah, there Josh. you go.
2: Yeah.
1: See, it's not going to happen. They, you'll get nothing in the back half of the year. You're just not a believer. Yep, correct.
3: Neither am I, but I hope he does it.
1: Um, Sammy Mitchell was in uh, one of the articles in the paper saying he's his young lad who's five or six. Yeah. He goes, uh, this is uh, week one of the finals. So like, when are we going to the parade, Dad? But <laughs> like, poor little fella. He, like he said, he's only young. That's all he knows. <laughs> is that grand
0: final comes he's up. He's been in the last three. We get in a car.
1: He's just like, yeah, we go in the grand final. <laughs> we're, we're, we're in this parade thing, right? And his old man, you know, he's like, well, yeah. well, actually, we've got to get there first. Not as easy as that, yeah, champ. No oh, yeah. worries.
3: You'll figure that one out yourself. But uh, old, old Dad's delivered for him. Just yeah. imagine... That kid, though, when they don't make the grand final, he's like, Dad, what happened? What, why are you doing this? Dad's the biggest asshole. <laughs> you're
2: a shit dad.
1: Hate you. They've uh, they've just shown round uh, the highlights of round eight, which is when Cam Guthrie became the smartest and richest man in Australia. Oh, <laughs> my swapping guernsey. with Chris Judd. Yep. Uh, you know what, I'd like to see uh, Cam Guthrie's missus go up to Rebecca Judd tonight. <laughs> yeah. <Just> swap dresses. <laughs> swap dresses. <laughs>
0: see, I'd like to see Cam Guthrie just auction off his own Guernsey's on eBay or something. Like every match, just cancer <laughs> Guernsey, authentic. Well yeah, that's where I thought
3: um I thought Boomer Harvey would do the same thing, uh, swap Guernseys with uh, Judd, but then on eBay you'd see seven of them. <laughs> yeah. You know, authentic Guernsey, <laughs> seven sold. <laughs> And I remember seeing yeah. um, there was a rep post comparing uh, Zaha Ruckus I think it was his Guernsey uh, yeah. that you could buy oh, the match worn versus, versus yeah. the um, merchandise one and
1: just the <laughs> how thin it was yeah it, was a, it, was a it great cut post. in so dramatically
3: um, which probably shows the physiques of the uh, well it's also not just crap. their
1: physiques but they like it tight as opposed yeah. to the general Don't punter who's going to wear it over a jumper or over a shirt or whatever Yeah, um, it makes it harder to, to tackle
3: yeah, it, it does take a certain person Mick to face. wear yeah, we three bucks here. just the
1: Guernsey. Uh, yeah, Sammy Mitchell gets his first without
3: any thing underneath to a match, especially in Melbourne.
0: And when you pick up those Guernseys, like, do you actually want them washed, or do you want the do you want the sweat on there? Because it's kind of a weird thing. Because you, you want, want to be washed. authentic
3: with sweat. That's a bit That's fucking life. creepy. Yes, there he goes. 17. Seventeen.
0: Big Bruce. I wonder if he knows he's a superstar in our intros. <laughs> he assumes he's a superstar everywhere he goes. It's true. Well, he knows everything, so he's probably onto us.
1: Um, oh, he's a
3: big listener. Could we he, get a bill from him soon? That uh, earpiece he's got in, he's actually listening to us right now. <laughs> so, uh, Brucey, maybe spice up a bit, champ. Uh, a bit of a, a tap dance number, perhaps.
1: Well, I don't think Rioli's got any votes yet, so Brucey's just keeping it keeping it calm. Just like,
0: he's like Bruce Buffer. Like, for the undercards,
1: you don't really put it all <laughs> out right. there. You, you to can save yourself out. for yeah, the main true. event. It's
3: true. If he can do a 360 jump like uh, Bruce, Buffer, <laughs> Bruce Buffer, that'd be pretty sweet.
1: <laughs> that reaction from Rogan when he did it, too, was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was just magic. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Jeremy vay yeah, out out in the surf in Sydney. See you oh, what great. you'd
3: have to how many rookie captains we have this year? Um
1: well, Bob Dern
3: Mur- for West Coast, I think it was his first year. Uh,
1: Hearn. Hearn, yep, sorry, yep. Dern. Uh, you've got obviously the Tex. Yeah. Uh, you've got Bob Murphy, who rookie yeah, captain, yeah. Into yeah. captain of the All Australian squad. Yeah. Not a bad effort. That's all right. I think you give him a pass for that one. I don't reckon so. Um Jeez. Oh, I'm glad that uh, that wasn't It's wolfy time. (laughs) yeah, (laughs) Yeah. There's great captains and great speeches, and that wasn't one of them.
3: uh, We've said it before, Texas captain's been an inspired move. Um,
1: It's worked on and off the field, hasn't it? Yeah.
3: Hearn as captain, um, it's hard to say in Victoria, we don't get as much media about the WA teams as they do over in WA, but I think he's been very solid. We get a fair yeah, few listeners
0: from WA as well. We like, do. We do yeah. well from the states that don't have mainstream media. For,
1: um, don't AFL. have AFL. Yeah. That aren't Victoria, yeah. is what you're trying to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: With VPNs, it's pretty hard to tell well, where yeah, we yeah, right. from anyway. We, we do really bastards. well in Guam.
3: Yeah, and a few Nigerians who keep <laughs> wanting to give us money for some reason. Somewhere like Cupertino, there's something big there like
1: Apple or <laughs> someone's headquarters. There's Shannon Hearn. Jeez, he's got a head like a beaten favourite. <laughs> Poor bastard. Um, which, speaking of captains, I'm glad that we're, it feels like we're moving back to the only one captain model.
3: Yeah, I I absolutely agree with one captain. Um, you can have leaders on every line Leadership of the ground groups if you want and
1: to. and VCs and DVCs and I'm all that. absolutely fine with
3: that. Um, and I think that's what uh, has helped Hawthorne so much is that they've got their leaders on every line. Yeah. Um, and inspirational leaders who everyone else looks up to and will listen to. But for your captain, you need that bloke who just will not let anyone slack off and make the team look bad.
1: Yeah, it's not always the best player. No, um, absolutely not. The chosen few too. You mean there was a first one? Oh, fuck, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, it's got to be somebody that um, can direct the players as much as lead them off the field and all that kind of gear. Um, but when you've got two or three captains, it's just, that's not the same. No, everyone doesn't really know what they're doing. Um
0: funny speaking of other people's houses i always had a problem especially like grew up in the country so it's a bit different living in the city but i just don't get how people will mow half a lawn at the front of the house yes I, mean, I understand if your neighbor's being a counten- and you don't want to do anything to them but just straight off the bat mowing half a lawn is the most ridiculous fucking thing ever but i found one reason why you shouldn't do it i was at the missus place uh, during the week He's just looking at house for an old man's house, and he's only got lawn on the front sidewalk. Yep. So the front pavement. So it's only this one little strip, and it's connected to the neighbor's lawn. So I'm like, I'm not going to be an asshole and just mow like half a yeah, lawn. Yeah, you're going to do it all. But I had I actually had your lawnmower, the Ryobi um, electric one. Yeah. Plugged. So I've gone like, I've done the border, and I've run out of battery. <laughs> so So I've looked at it, I've gone shit, what am I going to do?
1: This is worse than not doing it at all. <laughs> Luckily, <laughs> I had your whippersnapper. Yeah, you you
0: and the thing is, it'd be like maybe... You gave the lawn a landing strip. And it'd be like five months since I'd probably mowed these lawns. <laughs> so they are huge. So you can well and truly tell. And so, oh fuck, I can't live like this so I've snippet the front of her lawn and then I'm like I'm not going on this ever for the neighbour fuck that so what I've done is I've literally just mowed the neighbour a racist strip out the front of the fucking house and the thing is we haven't talked to them at all not one single word go, what the fuck are you doing going, what the fuck is this shit but the thing is this is in Noble Park as well yeah. and if you've been there that's fucking Dodgeville and the thing is the cops there are not hesitant at all about invading your shit so they're going to go past on the main road and see this person with like half a <laughs> mowed front fucking lawn they're going to go crackhead alright this like, is a ob- sign we haven't yeah. figured out yet he's, he's obviously a- hit the fucking pipe and he's gone I'm not going to mow the lawns, and then he's decided to put a Get solar extension against- on his bungalow or some shit <laughs> well, ma- see, when maybe you started-
3: it's one of those signals like they say you know the shoes over the um, power line is a signal that there's a you can buy some shit there
1: I think it's a signal that somebody doesn't like <laughs> right. shoes here we are right, Rob- Bob
0: Murphy's a uh, thousand mile long shot we've got another darkie coming in
3: there oh, we go we've got the, uh, the women's footy and I'd say what, the highlights package is pretty bloody good.
1: The, the, this is the first of the... Uh, and that kick, and That, kick, that kicking action is unbelievably good.
3: It is. It's gymnastic-like.
0: I mean, she's not the most unattractive chick either, so you've no, got your poster girl.
1: Yeah, but that's got nothing to do with it, how good that action is. Well, well I mean, it's There, got there, a there a are AFL players that could learn. Oh, shit,
3: yeah. I'd, I'd be happy if North drafted her.
1: I'm just saying, like, if she was a designated... If you could have a designated <laughs> kicker, like, you, you know, you take the mark and you go... Like, like a, a somebody, punter. Like a punter. Like a punter, uh, Port Adelaide would be putting her right next to Johnny Butcher all day <laughs>
0: yeah oh shit yes or Hawthorne would recruit her and win a final with her
1: <laughs> oh Richo remember that year, year was it like 2009 or, or 8 or something yeah when he was getting so close and yeah. he was hammered yeah. <laughs> yeah and the entire gallery was all for Richo everybody yeah. was all for Richo yeah I remember it when the, was it the last round or something he didn't get any votes he's like yeah, oh. yeah. and then you see this Ah. Oh. <laughs> I think it was Cooney, the one at that year. He had to go up and go, sorry. Yeah, not? exactly. I yeah. oh, want a rich O2. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> if it was that year. I can't remember if it was that year or not.
3: Journo uh, there, who's got the dreads and everything, and always yep. in barefoot. No, I've never seen that. When they do the I, coaches' interviews, there's always one dude there with the dreads, bare feet, looks like he's just wandered in off the fucking street. Um, and it's been on camera a few times, and everyone's sort of gone, is he, is he supposed to be here? Hmm, so I'm just wondering whether he's actually from a paper or you just <laughs> it just wandered just in
1: wandered someone is like
0: in. us
3: that's gone, fuck it have a crack see what happens Yeah. Well, well, I hope it is well, random
1: while we're talking about the uh, in the rooms uh, I noticed uh, you know after the game when they sing the song and they got um, all the radio guys and everyone that trying to get it dull. I've always noticed that there was a 3AW oh, I don't know if I've said this before um, there's a 3AW guy who's putting the, the microphone in so, right. To get this out, yep. and he's always oh, conducting it. with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought, geez, that's weird. Yeah, he's going to make it make it interesting for himself. Yep. Then I saw it again uh, another week, and he was doing it again. It was Doc Larkin. Yeah, oh, was it? He's one. He likes to
3: just <laughs> fuck about and Eddie with another
1: pocket. Well, I, I think shooting. they're doing goal <laughs> of the year oh. now. Um, oh, um, well, they
3: just had yeah. Nat Fife's um, so two Richard equal third with Ablett
0: behind Cooney and Black in that season. That uh, he was sort of the darker coming up. There you go. she's got it. Gordon it. Gordon did. Gordon
3: did. Eddie
0: him Here's the funny thing. If I was like oh, Gordon or something like that, goal of I'd just be feeding us bullshit stats.
1: <laughs> we're going to put them out there just, anyway. All right, yeah. Gordon, do it. Just give us an absolute <laughs> bullshit stat. or We're going to. Well, give <laughs> us three stats. <laughs> one of them is complete true. bullshit. <laughs> no, just one that's bullshit. And we'll, we'll treat it as true. That's bullshit giving Eddie Betts goal of the year for that. It's not even in his pocket. It's the opposite side. That's. I'm um, going to put an inquiry onto this. <laughs>
0: We've had a protest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of Richo he was one of the selectors for Eddie that, for All Australian the, Yeah,
1: I think so. Oh, sorry, just goal of the year. Is that the Manassa, Phil Manassa medal? No sure. idea. No idea. Trying to Gordo, it Gordo Phil <laughs> Manassa. I know it's the Jesalenko medal for that. here. Don't on this one, Gordo. So yeah,
3: Phil Manassa. Um, that's the goal. What? That's the goal. Wait, that's whoa. the goal of the
0: year. Escalation again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Richo part of the selection committee for All Australian. Yep, couple of, got a
1: couple of tigers in there. A Couple of tigers in there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Brett Deladio. <laughs> well, hey, love the bloke, and hey. he, he wrote was, his own name in there. He was That's integral close. for a, Richmond winning any match, apparently, for the whole season. Jackie Boy
1: sent Ford. Jackie Boy sent Ford. forward. Not bad. from in there. I thought he was a bit lucky to get in the forty, to be honest. No, yeah, it, it's
0: team of the year. You've got to be a team <laughs> yeah. player. So
1: okay, for all That's the controversy, I mean, uh, of the All Australians. Yeah. Um, Picking only one ruckman because <laughs> yeah. because Goldstein yeah. does it by himself. Yep. Yeah, all right, boys. Yeah, <laughs> I like your theory.
0: I reckon there are a few it's beers over the selection committee. <laughs> they got half hammered.
3: Oh, and the and the show is just showing that uh, famous war dance. And I think everything's been said about that that needs to. So so, so yeah. let's bring it up. <laughs> so the All Australian team. Um, one ruckman makes no sense to me at all. Yeah, and having no Nick Nat.
1: Like, well, to f- me, for starters, I would have had Sanderlands in there before Nick Nat, but Sanderlands didn't even make the 40. No, did, he, he made the 40, didn't nope. he? Nope. Didn't make the 40. Hmm, shit. Well, see,
0: Nick Nat's hard to put in there because his value isn't as a strict ruckman. It's what yeah, he can it, do, around at least end, on the yeah. interchange.
1: There was another game we went to, uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh. Fletcher's
1: 400th That's and 40. final game.
0: Yeah.
3: See, that was a shame to me.
0: I was glad that, that Richmond, yeah, Manasseh Medal.
3: Told
1: you yep. it was the Manassas medal. medal. I'm yep. fucking awesome. Unless that's the one bullshit status <laughs> night. In which case, <laughs> fuck you. Well played. Well played. Oh, running with that. Ooh, all right. uh, I've seen 20 already after geez, our night.
3: He, he only <laughs> needs to poll on two, three more matches and he's he's home host. Well, I think he's got
1: at least six more votes in him. I
0: think he's going to get carryover votes for next year. <laughs> <laughs> that many.
1: He should have got carryover suspension for next year too. I thought he was a bit lucky to get away with the trip well, on Friday night. Right, well, let's keep holding the ball. <laughs> that was a different one
3: He got fined What three times uh, Through the season uh, or t- Twice Or two and a bit Because have been an The third one They
1: went Oh you know what Let's Let's What
3: Sorry I am glad That they didn't Rub uh, Fife out
0: Yeah I mean I- I'm all for that's this thing. Why I don't even really like the brownie medal to be honest. That's why I did this. <laughs> year. Thanks, thanks for listening, guys. It, it's fucking well. It's because listen to, to the bullshit that it surrounds it all. And the thing is, I don't think it should like be it should be the fairest. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it should be the fairest. I think if you got those votes and you oh, still managed to that clock some dude the... and sit some time out, and you still win, yeah, take the medal. I'd never. I remember it. that the pigeon get.
1: So who do you think um, one player that should have been in all Australian that wasn't? Uh, Josh Kennedy is the obvious one. Um, Yeah. He was uh, second, I think, for average disposals on the year. Yeah. With like 30.8 or something silly like that. Um, I think his disposal efficiency, which is my favorite stat, is disposal efficiency. Yeah. He was a little bit down. Yeah. But, geez, it's hard to say there was four or five others above him.
3: Richmond and, just locked out uh, the votes in their match against Frio. Yeah, well, they won it. Well, yeah, yeah but a lockout's pretty big. Uh,
1: yeah, so uh, it's Josh Kennedy, or I thought Sanderlands. I, I thought he <laughs> should have been the second <laughs> runner Rename it the Barry Hall medal. I'm all for that. Is, is that the... Um, I think a lot of people um, unofficially call it the David Reese jones medal for 16? highest ineligible player. Ah, uh, so, okay. Uh, which was won by uh, Fife last year, obviously.
0: Yep. Law? I thought... Uh, they're gonna be able to hold on to Trelaw for the next year. Was he nah, here? He's, he's re- already nominated. He's gone. He's gone. Yeah. He's gone. He's gone. Yep. Uh, apparently he's gone to Collingwood. <laughs> <I think.
1: laughs> he's sure. Um how's uh, how good has he been for GWS? Picked up their best and fairest this year.
0: Yeah, he got in all Australian too,
1: didn't he? He did in the, on back, the, pocket. In the back pocket and yep. deserved it, yep. Absolutely. Prittus putting Jeez. in another vote.
3: North wins the match and yet only Higgins gets votes. Do you reckon Brendan Favola's is banned <laughs> from Crown?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, he's banned from the brown Mo. Oh, i guarantee that. <laughs> I, I,
0: remember, I remember dealing to Fev once in, um, in Mahogany Room, and he, I was on Baccarat because if anyone has ever been to casinos, Baccarat is what all the people with money play. The
1: big That's the big money.
0: <laughs> anyway, Fev was, used to love thinking of himself as a bit of a, a genius gambler. He'd come in, he'd come <laughs> yeah. in he and, did, and the thing is,
1: i just come back to he, he did admittedly have a gambling problem, and he's... Since, yeah. yeah, but table games,
0: not really his, his thing. And uh, anyway, I'm walking in from a break, and I can see the Baccarat table that I'm going to, and whenever you see a big white guy at your table you usually know they've got no fucking idea what they're doing <laughs> and you're like oh shit so anyway I see this dude bending over the table we're not even sitting down this huge ass crack I was see a white dude I'm like oh fuck here we go get around to so tap the other dealer off and look at Fev I'm like oh fuck me he's like yeah how's it going mate I'm like yeah good he's like what's this game I'm like buck right it's like, how does this work? I'm like, well, what you do is you go, like, you one card money. here. I'm like, there's a tableau. He's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah fair enough. I'm like, that didn't even explain it. Uh, like, right. He's like, yeah, poker's my game. Like, oh, apparently not coining the papers, mate. <laughs> so you lose left, right, and center. He's looking for somebody to... He's like, like, yeah, to. yeah, it's a game of skill, you know, where you got to be smart to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to stick bad to Baccarat, champ. You may as well learn this game. I reckon, so. I
3: reckon Fev gets a bad rap. I'd be more than happy to ever be with him. Yeah, yeah me too. Actually, I probably want to stop at about four or five, but... Uh yeah, yeah. honestly, one of the
0: best ones that came was actually Warnie. He was a fucking champion.
1: And because he plays a, a lot of poker. He knows what's yeah,
0: going on. Yeah, but even like, because I don't do poker, but he come into my in the hogging room, and this is when the IPL, the first season of IPL, yep. had just wrapped up, and he was just cashed up, had fucking heaps of... I, I think he was ever struggling. Hang on, wasn't um, Melbourne's best and fairest a split? No. Oh, uh, Bernie
1: by one vote over Varney. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, What was I talking about?
1: That wasn't Gordon, was it? Uh,
3: you were talking about Baccarat.
1: Then not and- have been Gordon nah Shane no. Warne so Gordon something. would have fucking
0: yeah. known yeah Warney anyway that was after IPL he came back and cashed up and the thing is even if he's losing he doesn't care like yeah. he'll, he's really really nice really really polite to Respectful. the dealers yep. and that's very rare in Mahogany Room but anyway my favourite part was that he always bets on 23 and his neighbours and like he'll match 23 just slam it and the thing is whenever if you're at a table and you're a nice person you just get spanked you lose all the time man. nice guys don't win yep. anyway my favourite part is Warney. he's coming up he's got his chip he's looked at the layout flicked it out the back of the hand he's the flipper yeah it's, it's bounced because you can do it if you spin the chip at the back of the hand yep. it'll hit and then it'll flip and land on the spot yep. whereas if you throw it it'll bounce and skid yep. so it's a skill to try and flick it out the back of your hand and wherever it'll hit it'll bounce and flip over and land on the spot and the first thing I've gone Bowling shame. <laughs> and I'm just going, I've always wanted to say that. Just like, right, Did he give me a little? Drop the mic. No, he looked at me and goes, Well, you better spin up the fucking number now, mate. <laughs> but I gave him a hide, and he, the whole time, man, didn't have a bad word to say. He was like, Come on, Brandon, well, you know what are He knows what's up. Exactly. But it's very few or far between because usually people with the most money are the biggest cunts at the table.
3: Yeah. But is actually really nice. Well, I think because they them. go to the casino to earn money. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which. There's a reason why casinos make billions of dollars, yeah. and it's not because they give cash out. But one, he doesn't
0: gamble much either. Like, he'll be in there a little bit, showing his face, doing promotion stuff for Crown, but he didn't she, actually st- spend much time on the tables I at all. he
3: plays a bit for Triple Eight poker as well. Yeah, yeah, you know, mainly down the, the poker and, room, but... And he's got his um,
1: nightclub there.
0: Yeah, Club 23,
1: yeah. Is that still going, is it? Do you know? I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. They actually got
0: from, tables in there, so... What I hear, they're smashing it. Yeah, they get staffed by... Um, the tables get staffed by Mahogany Room. There's a lift that goes directly from there to Mahogany Room. Yeah. And, um the the bar chicks are all separate. They're a separate um, thing. But
1: well, um, do a bit of business now. Um, seeing as the AFL off season's coming up, we're going to do um, season reviews during the off season, but uh, and also other uh, non football related, just us asking about podcasts. And yeah. one of them is going to be stories from the mahogany room. Yeah, so we've already teed that up. So that'll be something to look forward to. The yeah. Off season. Sorry to take it off, but anyway. no. We'll it, try
3: and make sure they're not libelous. Or we'll just make sure no, make be. them
0: awesome. Well, they will be scandalous. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I got all the inside gloss. So I, honestly, I could
1: write books. I could write books. Uh, I think there's been a few. Uh, remember, there was that movie with um Croupier. The Croupier. What, what's yeah. his name? Da- oh, it's not Daniel Craig. Oh, You're talking about the um, like that? Um, I can see him. Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. No, 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 no. He was in he, Sin City. A, yes, is the British guy who was yeah. going to be James Bond.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit! What is that
0: dude's name? Oh God, Gordon.
1: Gordon? <laughs> <laughs> the dude in the Croupier who was meant to be James Bond. I've got IMDB on my phone. Let's see if I can beat Gordon. They're
3: just showing uh Brent with the 30 st- with delay. seven. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're showing the um, people who finished up. God, I can even, I can see him. Brent Staker was not, one of the unluckiest unluckiest blokes to play top level football, I reckon. Just with injuries and you know, um he's known just for, well, he, and the things that people will remember him for Clive uh, Owen
1: Gordon you fucked up the things <laughs> <that> people will <laughs> remember Staker for
3: will be getting belted and having a fairly ordinary grand final I thought
1: uh, we spoke about it before but I thought it was uh, a smart touch and a funny touch for him to actually thank Barry Hall in his uh, <laughs> yeah uh, speech you talk about unlucky he got uh, pulled his hamstring in the, in the warm up for his last game yep. yeah yeah and the
0: thing is, even even for that Barry Hall incident, I think it was weakest piss that not one of his teammates came out and clocked yes, Barry Hall. Uh,
1: absolutely, um, Bo Waters was the only one that went up and did something. No, he but, ran in and then, after the
3: fact, fell yeah. on his ass. Pretty much was ran that, in and go, oh, no, he got no, me too? That,
1: that was Ashley Hansen. If, oh, he, if right. he was playing for West Broken
0: Hill, we can guarantee <laughs> there would have been twenty other people coming in and laying <laughs> him out, and someone would if, have that even that been players. probably would have been
1: the end of the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right now on the TV, they're going through the retired uh, players from this year. The ones that we know of, there's probably still a few more to come yet. But well, the big one's obviously Fletcher. Uh, I would have said Judd or goods, but uh, Fletcher 's got the most games um, goods he 's not that far off him, but i 'm going to say this has been i don 't know if there 's ever you know, the, the class of two thousand and fifteen retirees is probably the best Jeez. retiree class yeah. ever I think podsley's
0: it's... quietly wrapped it up as well, yeah, well Pods, wasn't yeah, already. during the week didn 't play yeah. a
1: game this year though unfortunately yeah, no. if it wasn
0: 't already forced
3: honestly um Pods Adley his contribution is what started people looking at VFL players. And I think uh, you look at probably f- seven or eight years ago, if uh, you're recruiting a young player, they were recruiting athletes and turning him into football players. Yeah, And then yep. Poggi Adley comes along. The guy who did it the hard way um, gets recruited at, what, 30?
1: Uh, I, think no, was. No, I think he was a little bit younger than Don't that. that to be, though, yeah. but but late 20s. But yeah.
3: um, Ten years later than what you'd expect. And all of a sudden people are like, you know what? Finding people that can play footy. Might be worth a crack.
0: Yeah, or well, giving them that couple of extra years to develop, like yeah, in the he was, the lower leagues, looks that better.
1: I mean, he was on Collingwood's list. Yeah, um, mm. when they uh, they uh, uh, missed out on. Him. I think they're going to do the Justin Madden Medal, which is for services off the field. And if they do that, I think Goods is pretty much uh, he's got this one for right. yeah. uh, Give it a Joffa. <laughs> it's, I think it is for oh, retiring mate. players only. Yeah. But anyway, um, um, so where, where were we going with that? Totally lost my train of thought then. Um, so I thought so talking uh, about retirees
3: sport, and how this batch of retirees yeah, is, you know, yeah. Podsy pretty decent. Ponsie Ponsie Adley. Adley. That's
1: right. He's essentially because he was on Collingwood's list, yep. but he is the water boy. Yeah. He was the yes. fitness coach down at Geelong. He? Yeah, yeah, playing in their so really felt, and then they they brought him in. And uh, I honestly want a flag. Still haven't seen any of the misses getting into the pints just yet, but. Uh, no. Yeah, you got to keep it classy, lads. It's going to be some bitches going home single, too, that
0: much.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and there'll be some, some going homes to homes
1: they've never been to before. Um, there was uh, a bit of a mistake on the red carpet. Is that what you're going
3: to say? No, no. I was going to
0: just have a quick mention about... I love how Lingy will call out people on their bullshit in the commentary. And just go, well, actually, I don't agree with that at all. Because, uh, like, Jerry wait, he completely just dived into him. And um,
1: shouldn't be a freaking... A few times he's done it. But there are two kinds of people that he will absolutely stick up for, no matter what. Yeah. Geelong... Uh, Cats players yep. and former Geelong Falcons players. Yep. <laughs> and Hodgie's one of them. Because ah. remember that game where uh, I, I don't know if it was the time where he whacked Wingard or he whacked um, Swallow. Yeah, Jeez. But Let's narrow it down. Ling's uh, um, absolutely potted him and sold him down the river. And then uh, two minutes later, he's changed his mind and got, I oh, know he's a bit unlucky there. And I thought, ah. I wonder if somebody's got in his ear or something. But anyway, yeah. Oh. Valentine copied one of those. There's face. Falcons, and then there's just yeah. fuck you. <laughs>
3: well, let's be honest, kicking Valentine in the face isn't something that's going to weigh heavily on most players' conscience.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's probably going to get up looking better. How.
3: So. <laughs> little. I, I like the way he goes about it, though. Like, he's a. Yeah an annoying little shithead but oh. he makes no apologies about it yeah.
1: okay. there, there's nobody in Fremantle or a Fremantle supporter that doesn't love him
3: Yeah, exactly. he's that
1: type of player where everybody else hates him but if he's one of yours you absolutely
0: yeah. love him and the thing is he's got <laughs> his own little minions down there now he's teaching like Subin and um, <laughs> who was the other young player that was given it to one of the Hawks or one of the <laughs> but he, he does still uh, a Sheridan player was, where um, someone like that I can't remember but yeah he's got a little legion there that he's teaching how to do it and they're important players so
3: Simple sort of player where you cross the white line and you fucking hate him. But after the match, you could have a beer with him. Yeah. And he would have some pretty fucking funny stories, I reckon.
0: Yeah. I'm happy at night time because I think he's scared of the sun. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Little Eddie
1: Munster. Yeah. See, he looks like. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, yeah, fantastic. This, has this there been more so... a more pointless invention than the selfie stick? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there has. Yeah, I can't uh, think of it. Corey Enright playing 300. Uh, that was the game that um, Melbourne got up over the line. Uh, right. More useless
0: inventions than the selfie stick. Reddit. Get on to it. <laughs> <laughs> did they actually
1: release the um, vote tallies for yeah, yeah. Rising Star, or did they say who won? No, no, they they release the vote tallies, but it's yeah. um, they have five people give five, four, three, two, one. Okay. Yeah. I think uh, Jesse Hogan got like three votes off the maximum, something yeah. like that. Right. And the Crips come up second. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And that's the way it was going to be. Yeah. No
0: that's So, what else happened on the weekend in the AFL? There was something else I was supposed to talk about. Anyway, I forgot. So, we're going to (laughs) predictions for the the grand final. So, obviously, you're going Hawthorne. Well,
1: Well, look, look, if I was was impartial and not a Hawthorne, obviously, I am picking Hawthorne. Yeah. But if I was impartial, I believe that Form is the biggest thing, a recent form is what you pick on. Yeah, the fact that Eagles put them to the sword three weeks ago, yep. means that I would be picking them,
3: but I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm the same. I just can't rate Hawthorne I, I don't think they're Premiership material. Um, <laughs> Flat track bullies. Well, yeah, and also it's a, too a, old. A matter of um, resting, and they've played too many finals in the last few seasons, so I think I'll be tired.
0: <laughs> you reckon those long October's? <laughs> yeah, taken yeah, out yeah. of them. <laughs> uh,
3: you know, they haven't had a decent preseason. I think that'll start telling in. Probably the last 15 minutes of the, of the grand final.
0: <laughs> problem with the Tigers is the summer takes the out of them. <laughs> they're not ready for the fucking
1: the winter. <laughs> it's time, time to
3: step up. But no, look, it'll be a, a fantastic grand final, I reckon. Uh, especially because the weather looks to be fantastic Same. too. Perfect
1: yeah. weather. That's all you want.
3: Yeah. Um, well, it's going to be interesting because Hawthorne, they're playing for a grand final. They wouldn't have shown everything in the uh, semi when yep. they lost. So I think they were playing to win that game too, though. Yeah, but they weren't playing to win at all costs. Uh, they, Whereas with and, this one, if a player gets suspended, oh, well, fuck it. Um, I think you'll see a pretty intense game on both sides. being a grand final, it always is. Uh, it, if you get a five-match suspension, but you get a premiership medallion, that's a fair trade. I
1: don't and know I think what, both I teams treat it the same way. I don't know why you think of Hawthorne in that <laughs> regard. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, let's just say, Hodge might only play 10 games next season. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: w- what have you got?
0: So I think like the, the hardest thing or the scariest thing was how badly West Coast kicked without pressure in, last the, in the last week. Yeah. yeah, And especially flowing goals where you're on the run, you've got that momentum behind them. Usually they're your bread and butter. It's when you've got time to to think about what you're doing for a yeah. set shot or something like that where you start spraying. And the scary thing on Twofold is that if West Coast uh, that bad, without that much pressure, then when they're under pressure, which Hawks will definitely do with that back line, then they're in trouble. Or, if they turn on kick straight, then how do you stop all those avenues to goal?
1: Well, the only thing I can say about that is Hawthorne kicked worse than, uh, in the first week of the finals than West Coast did last week, and they turn it around the very next week. Yeah, um, You don't get into a grand final by accident. right? Um, Gordo's
0: got the Hawks at the G to go over the line. I'm guessing he reckons um, sort of the home ground advantage and... I mean Hawks with the grand final they've got Experience. a good track record And the, the thing G. is
3: if there's one vulnerability about this Hawthorne team it's the Ruck they McAvoy Hale are not class Ruckman they're, yeah. they're work they, they look, do their part they around qualities.
0: the ground not in the centre yeah
1: yeah. They're and Hale is good looked, enough he's showing his age I think yeah. Uh, yeah. I think he's got above 10 possessions in the finals yet yeah Um, and he's been subbed out uh, nearly every game yep
3: yeah. If you're um, a West Coast mid, you look after Nick Nat. Because if, if I'm Hawthorne, I'm going straight for him. I'm trying to get him intimidated from the first bounce. you got to cash the fucker first, though. Yeah, <laughs> this is very true. Um, That's the thing. I and, think Nick Nat can and, look and for after all himself. Things, For all things, he's a solid motherfucker. Yeah, um, yeah big boy. We saw uh, Scotty Thompson had a bit of a role with him. And Nick Nat was having none of it. He uh, threw he got, him round, dragged, held him. I tell you what, Scotty Thompson tried his absolute best he all did. game.
0: He did. Um, <laughs> he made use of what he's got, which is two hands and fistful of <laughs> jumper. That's all he had. He's, yeah. he's a
3: backman, and that's what he's paid to do. But um, yep. he's also fearless. He's done the same to Barry Hall. He's he tried to, you know, be a hard backman, which is he, he plays well for his size. Yeah. Um, but I think Nick Nat his. His gentle persona sort of tricks some people into thinking that he's you know a nice gentle guy who won't uh, take the body. But oh shit, no! He was uh, having none of that. He was fired up and he was willing to get down and dirty if he had to.
0: And it's amazing how much he can ride the bumps and like just go with it and
1: keep on going. He keeps his feet so well.
3: That's that's a skill that is massively underrated in our Mm -hmm. game. The ability to keep your feet.
1: Yeah, that's when uh, Franklin got reported against the Tigers and the Tigers did him in the wet.
0: Yeah, Steve, um, I understand the safety in that, but I'm a bit old school where I don't mind the shirt front. <laughs> it's going to see one every now and then. Shirt front to the head.
3: Yeah,
1: it's, it, it yeah, is
3: one. Uh, okay. Oh, that's right. Uh, the Sammy I can't Mitchell believe
1: that was gesturing for the injection. Sammy Mitchell against uh, Essendon, given the. Uh, yeah. I can't believe that was even an issue. Yeah, exactly. Well, how is that an issue? Yeah. Oh, it's
3: what? the same sort of uh, complaint with Curios uh, saying. You know, my uh-huh. mate shagged your missus. My mate's your missus. Um, <laughs> the worst thing, the worst thing about those sledges is that they're true. Yeah. <laughs> and on. the best thing too. <laughs> and as you know, the, you can get sledge. I oh, did your mum. I did this. Whatever. If they've actually fucked your mum, that's a terrible sledge, and <laughs> yeah. you feel like shit. Yeah. Or dad's drunk. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Josh Kennedy not getting the votes. I'm only seven. So I guess you have got to go all in on Hanover if you're a Swan supporter. I thought Josh Kennedy yeah. revolts open his account.
3: Uh, He'll storm it in from here.
1: JPK justifies not getting the brown in the uh, all Australian. All Australian yep. Yeah, good choice. Jacks <laughs> opened his account. <laughs> three. So fully justifying, like we said, um, JP Kennedy not getting the All Australian. Then it is funny to match up the Brownlow votes to um, All Australian teams and we'll see how they go. Well, because pretty yeah. won one last year and obviously didn't make it.
3: Well, you can't have a, an All Australian team with only midfielders in it. Which is kind of where the brownlow head towards. They've tried. They've really tried some years. Yeah, it's uh, it's been interesting how many forward pockets, forward flankers have actually been midfielders. Um, but I guess in the modern game, that happens too. You swap out in those positions. But um,
1: I'd like to see them like formalise it a little bit more. Um, that was the one good thing about the Australian this year is they picked six forwards and six backmen. Yeah, uh, as opposed to three Westing resting resting. Um, uh, what do you call it, uh, midfielders? Um, but I'd like to see him go one step further and say, on the bench, we're going to have two midfielders, a backman, and a forward, because that's. Well, they were doing that a little bit
3: when they had the international series. <coughs> they were trying to have the all-Australian team as the Australian representative, well, which makes sense.
1: They've changed the rules in order to be uh, last year. In order to be picked for the international rules game, you have to be. Uh, uh, I've got a. I got one down here. You have to have had an all-Australian Guernsey at some stage in your career which is why mm. I think Prittis wasn't eligible um, for the international rules last year because he didn't have an Australian um, jersey yet. But he does now. And Dustin Fletcher was getting them uh, just because he was a fantastic goalkeeper. Yeah, he got picked nearly every year as a goalkeeper. Yeah. That? Well, he bloody Inspector gadget arms. I think uh, Glenn Manton was the other one who was a specialist goalkeeper who got picked. And I think he, yeah. he was going to... It was before the years of the A-League. He was going to try, uh, try his luck at one stage.
3: But I wonder who has the most international rules appearances Gordon. Not, not something you'll find on AFL tables so <laughs> that might be something I we'll have to get back to in a day or two they probably so, do have
1: their own uh, uh, their own um, section. Uh, section on AFL tables this Is the fucking best website going around yeah I'm not sure Dennis Arnfield gets uh, I've no Jimmy idea who Stiles runs middle.
3: AFL tables but they do a fantastic job
1: um, uh, read an interview or something with him. Uh, it's just some bloke. He's is he a gambling man? Because it seems like no, a legit reason to. Start just, it up. just like stats, you know. Um, Arnfield is he been... i got a few. No, he
3: hasn't been signed. Delisted, yes. No, he hasn't been delisted, but hasn't been recontracted. And I tell you what, I would love to get him. I see, as I, a as
1: a teammate, I know there's a, a few Carlton supporters who don't like him. reckon he wastes the ball a little bit, but I pick him up every time I watch him play. I reckon he plays all right. Uh, he
3: does waste the ball, but I think a lot of that is the um, mids and the halfbacks aren't making space. Uh, it, Could it's easy work. to waste the ball when you've got no opportunities.
1: I, he, I like players that, if they make mistakes, at least they make attacking mistakes, or when mm. they're trying to take the game on.
3: Yeah, the players that seem to have 12 options and pick the 13th that isn't there, yeah. they're the frustrating ones. But the the players who have no options and try and create something... Yeah, fair like, enough. Um, you wear that.
1: Well, uh, at Hawthorne, Will Langford's the um, uh, one that gets it all the time. He gets tackled so often, but it is because yeah. he's going in and diving in and trying to get the ball.
3: I rate right, Langford. Um, I think he is a, a brilliant prospect for the next probably eight, yeah, nine years. He fell back
1: a bit this year, unfortunately. Yeah, but, but I um, think that's because other opportunities players take him seriously. Yeah, it could be a little bit of that too, but um, yeah, opportunities are going to get uh, bigger and bigger at Hawthorne because you know, they're, they're a fucking old side.
3: Well, yeah, I mean... <clears throat> um, There you
0: go, whatever you're talking about. Fletcher with 12, Harvey with 10, Terry Danaher with 9.
3: Fletcher with 12, there we go. Who's that, Gordon? Yep. Is that? Gordon? Yep. (laughs) Our our unofficial research department. Unofficial, I'm making him official. Official, yeah. Um, We'll send you a Guernsey once we make one up. Uh, Brenton Harvey, that is. Sorry.
1: It's very hard to make a joke when they go through the Phil Walsh round. Um, it, It was... And we had some, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, they're showing it now. It was a, a great thing from all the teams that played.
3: Absolutely, Just, um, uh, yep.
1: no songs. Um,
3: and it will be. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if there's any, um, I guess, difference between the votes with certain players close to around the mark, like Dangerfield. Um, Oh, you talking about missing the game? Yeah, With Adelaide yeah. and Geelong, Geelong and Adelaide not playing. The one game. Yeah. They did speak about... I think it's going to be fine. They did speak about perhaps having a double vote game when they replayed each other. Uh, it doesn't make it any more legit.
1: Yeah. When, when you say they, you mean a couple, of <laughs> a couple of idiots in the media. Yeah. Yeah. It was never
0: going to happen. Um, no. It was like Bernie Ecclestone's idea for double points at Abu Dhabi for the final of F1 season. <laughs> yeah, like, that what was a dumb. fucking retarded idea.
3: Ad, well, it's not his worst. He yeah, did say right. the idea of putting on trickle on sprinklers. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: No. Um, I know that Adelaide. Uh, I think they renamed their best clubman award the Phil Walsh Award. So it's obviously something that's going to stay with the club um, you know, for for years and years to come. Now,
3: yeah, I, honestly, I would, um, I would think renaming the Showdown Trophy. Or the
1: medal, or, or the actual trophy itself. The actual
3: trophy itself. The Phil watch because we're involved with both teams.
1: So those playing drinking games at home, Collingwood Hawthorne uh, the losing team got the three votes. There's one for you. There's something we're going to say a while ago. There was a mistake on the red carpet um, earlier with the. Uh, they I don't invited know. Jeffrey Edelson again. No, I, I didn't see him pop up. So sorry, no, he's, he um, he's
0: running the uh, Celebrity Apprentice. It's one of the things that I miss about working at Crown—is taking Jeffrey Edelson's money. It's one of my favourite <laughs> things to do. He's a, really, yeah. Who would have thought? And the thing is, um, yeah, he's always <laughs> coming with with, with hookers. Sometimes coming with two hookers. So relaxation therapists,
3: Effie Jettelstein.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, they're probably getting a massage or something because what the fuck's he going to do with them, really? But anyway, occasionally they come oh, and man, play man, blackjack. But obviously, he's one. Obviously, their customer service. In that industry, you know what I mean? So they're friendly and they're yeah. outgoing and, and like they love having a chat to the, everyone, you know? Yeah. And so I used to love when he'd come to table because I'd chat to his hookers. So yeah. Like, they're usually really nice people. Well, yeah, I guess
3: a- they just see every bloke as a potential client. Yeah. But the thing clock. is
0: he'd try and dress dressed younger, so he'd dye his hair jet black, <laughs> and for some reason he just hated sideburns, so he'd just cut them straight across. And when you've got jet black hair and <laughs> you're ancient, you your
1: ancient. those sideburns
0: Yeah, and he'd have like this watch that had like a it was like those rims that spin around. Yes. Like yeah, one of those and like a big chain, like <laughs> try and act like he's
3: <laughs> like he's a rapper. Ten,
0: yeah. <laughs> But there's one chick that he had, and uh, she was playing blackjack. He was playing box one, and like she's like, "Hey, Brenton, how you doing?" She had, like American accent, but it wasn't Brent. Okay. Um. Anyway, and she's like, she's because in um, Vegas you don't have like a literal box. You've got like that's your bedding area. Okay. And right. so she's like, oh, it's my box, isn't it? It's a box, that's what it's called. I'm like, yeah. She's like, okay, well, I'm calling mine the pleasure box. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> anyway, so someone's going off. She was winning. Oh, can I bet behind you? You can put it in the back of my box. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, my God. Anyway, she's ordered a banana smoothie or a banana smoothie. And she's like, my God, Brent, this is more like a thick shake. I'm sucking and sucking and nothing's coming out. And believe me, Brenton, that never happens. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my God, I'm losing it. And Jeffrey's going, shut the fuck up and deal the cards, Brenton. Oh, all right, really, all right. So I sat there and started talking to his to hooker. His, to his <laughs> New dealer. <laughs> I was going, all right, all right.
3: Shit. You'd, uh, a grand final loss and a prelim loss. You'd never see that happen at Richmond. He'd even been sacked by now. Well, we are got to make him, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> But but yeah, just the way you lose like that, and especially,
0: like I think they said on the broadcast where that mistake happened and no one got around him and and said it's all
3: right.
1: That was a very valid point. I'll go against that because I saw a lot of players get around him. I think the commentators missed it. Okay. A lot of them did go up and and just, you know, rub his head, mate. Yeah. But look, I
3: think
0: a lot of players at that time knew we're fucked. Like, that's it.
3: And that's where the on-field leaders need to sort of bust heads and say, nah, fuck you. We're not giving up. Oh, poor old
1: bastard! I can't really talk. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, even when he was coaching Saint Kilda, you know, a ball bounces the other way. They're, they're premiers. You know, yep. a fucking little toe poke from Matty Scarlett. they yeah. premiers. If yep. somebody mans up on, on Paul Chapman, yep. they're premiers. Um, yeah, it's just uh, amazing. Oh, Isaac Heaney. and uh, giving his sister a kiss. <laughs> Beautiful, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know if his sister, but geez, there was some um, embarrassing. Uh, yeah. Uh, photos when they showcased that on um, before the game or, wherever, or whatever <laughs> it was. In his locker. Uh, Bounce, the uh, Jason Dunstall show on Fox. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That awkwardness went on for about 15 minutes. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's what happens <laughs> when you, you try, try to kiss your sister. The- it's right. awkward as fuck. i to get to this about four or five times. I finally just remembered um, on the red carpet it was some... Re- Rebecca uh, Judd's Hawks, Guernsey? <laughs> <laughs> oh, showing Juddie's Man Cave. Um,
3: Jeez. It's intense.
1: <laughs> uh, there were... Interviewing uh, the female reporter was interviewing uh, Juddie and uh, Mrs. Juddie. Yep. Uh, And they said, you know, Rebecca Twigley is the last Brownlow. You want to go out with a bang, you know, with a dress. Because basically she built a career on wearing a dress to a Brownlow when Judd won in 04 or whatever it was. Um, The thing is, Chris Judd's a Brownlow medalist, so he gets an automatic invite every year. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's coming back. back. (laughs) (laughs) She'll be here. Yeah. She's
0: nothing else to do. Well, actually, oh, that's she just the weather or something. Weather, yeah. And she's t- got t- fuck all in Mexico.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you see those Holy shit! You, <laughs>
3: Jesus, <laughs> that bloke uh, who did the commentary for that has got a whole series, and he's actually really good. Yeah, um, he commentated one. Um, it was like <laughs> Turkish uh, X Factor or some bullshit. Yeah, and it's fucking hilarious. I think
0: the funny thing is yeah, Australians are finding their, their their niche in being smartasses on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> And he's got the Clicking accent balls. too. He's like, oh, fuck me. Look at
3: that. Oh, yeah. Just losing the plot. But, um, for but,
0: those that, sorry, sorry, Josh talking about the Gordo's got onto it again. He said the person who's done those podcasts, uh, the Aussie who did the the Mexican, um, weather, weather, girl. Chick, Aussie man reviews. Look it up.
1: Right. Okay. I was in Sydney on the weekend, um, for a mate's wedding, which is why I couldn't watch the Hawthorne Prelim live. But I yeah. thought, no worries. No, Hawthorne's one now. I can obviously watch. Um, West Coast and uh, North, North to find out who they're playing against yep. so no I already settled into the hotel room get, it's, it's live it's, it's the finals yep. Yeah, every game live um, not on channel 7 I thought oh okay I'm in, I'm in the uh, hotel in Sydney. That's right. oh, oh, it must be on the digital channel 7-2 not on 7-2 it's on 7 mate. and the hotel didn't have it uh, so fucking Sydney pull your fingers out Yeah, 7 it goes on the, the main channel yep. all the finals all the time so the new rights have been signed. That better be one of them.
0: I mean, that'll explain why we actually get lots of... You listen- oh, there's Selwood's chicken wing. Or well, listeners yeah, from Sydney, because they get fuck all on sort of free-to-air. Yeah.
1: yeah, exactly. They've uh, got to listen to fucking Fatty Voughton. Yeah. Jeez, that, that'll drive you mad after a while. Yeah. Did you see him interview when they had Ronda Rousey? On no. the yeah. show? It was bad. Yeah. I mean,
0: I'm almost embarrassed to watch Australian mainstream media interview any mixed martial artist.
1: Well, Richard- What about
0: Soul the Hulk, Pallalee? Yeah, oh, can, yeah, he was yeah. going to do a promotional like in charity hospital? fundraiser for a hospital over in Western Australia mm. said nah cage fighter fuck off yeah, I w. think WA that still was a with yeah, that a yeah.
1: particular hospital
0: but they said because it's illegal what he's doing like no it's not mixed martial arts is completely legal it's just it's the, cage. the cage that's yeah. it
1: is that the case in WA as well it's just the cage, that's yeah. the cage. Yeah. Yeah. I know yeah. for a fact it is because Gus um, uh, what's Hitting. his name Gustavo Falcone oh yeah, uh, yeah Falcone uh, Falcone sorry uh, yeah. I'm his, his name's Gustavo Yeah Gus um, He won a fight in Perth Over the weekend Ah okay Yep so, Yep, yeah. yep. Um, Matty Lloyd's brother Jeez uh, oh, his name's Just escaped me Um uh, he was, James Yeah, don't try and guess. Um, His name's Matty Lloyd's brother. Matty Lloyd's brother. (laughs) Um, He's uh, heading back to Melbourne as well. But he's one of the nine assistant coaches that are doing that level five coaching course or whatever. uh, The one that Clarkson Clarkson set up, pretty much um, suggested. Or it was
0: pretty much after Voss got shafted of Brisbane. (laughs) (laughs) What's it called? The Voss. The Voss reward. Does Adam
3: Simpson dye his eyebrows? You reckon? Looks pretty close. Your eyebrows red.
0: Simon Lloyd to Geelong. Simon Lloyd,
1: thank you very much, Gordon. The other one, Matty Lloyd's out? brother, who's yep. very highly regarded. Yeah, um, uh,
3: so Matty Lloyd's coach, the, the velvet please. hammer, sledgehammer, M- M- velvet sledgehammer. Do you reckon? Would you call Simon Lloyd the canvas sledgehammer or the velvet jackhammer? Or we could give him a nickname right now.
0: Call him Matty Lloyd's brother. Yeah, I think <laughs> stick with MLB. Uh, MLB. Yeah, Matty Lloyd's brother. Call okay. him Lloyd's bro. Call him Mark War. Um, I think you're speaking of that. And yeah, Hawks dominance. Um, they're looking pretty good with father-son rules going into the future. <laughs> I tell
1: you what, there's going to be some putting fucking in fucking the hell. They're, like, they're just like pumping out little boys. Uh, I think. Uh, yeah, Sammy Mitchell's only got one. Um, satin jackhammer. There we are. The satin the satin jackhammer. Jackhammer's a little like bit too that. hard. Maybe the satin impact wrench. Is <laughs> the, the satin compactor? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think that name's already taken, but uh, I'm not sure where.
1: But uh, no, I think uh, any suggestion that Ross Lyon isn't um, a good enough coach to be staying at Fremantle is a little bit silly. Yeah, and the thing
0: is it's hard to tell with um, local pressure because media in two-horse towns can be fucking brutal. As living in Adelaide, I I can tell. Um,
1: When when we lived in Broken Hill, it was essentially a one-horse town. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All Exactly, before
0: we got Adelaide. And yeah, uh, the worst thing is you just skimp for news. And so any little sort of dust-up or any sort of speculation becomes um, sort of main use. It's almost like um, Mixed Martial Arts where people listen to Joe Rogan's podcast and just make stories out of little bits of conversations he's had with people.
1: He has a three-hour podcast they yep. take 20 seconds and yep. there's a story. There's a whole story out of it, yeah. <laughs> They'll get three articles out of it and 20 yeah. seconds worth of conversation.
0: Yeah. yeah. And you're like, dude, really? That's not journalism. That's just making shit up to, to fill up sort of space, more or
1: less. Exactly. And yeah, he gets them. Ooh. So, I'm just checking on Reddit. Yep. And this has got to be a, a, a mistake. Uh, okay. Oh, the AFL shop. Yep. Have a look at this. Has already put up a merchandise. The 2005 Sam Mitchell Brownlow Medalist Guernsey. Really? But I, I, I think that they might have had five or six of them already uh, okay. like, made yep. up, ready to go. Yep. Um, because I'm pretty sure that they don't know the result beforehand. Yeah. certainly not you know the merchandise department yeah so they would well,
0: make maybe, maybe they are backed Fife so they're just trying, they're to, just trying to trying uh, to get the spread up. out a bit yeah, yeah.
1: buffed up a bit
3: Jesse Hogan with Jesse. votes
1: I'm not happy with Jesse eh? <laughs> round 16 they're polling right now yeah, in case anyone cares <laughs> Funniest
0: thing is Jesse Hogan seems like type bloke that would definitely like come on some bullshit like this. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, he's like the. Um, rem- <laughs> this is going to wind back, so nineties kids sort of thing. The Street Fighter movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. we've Jean- Jean- Colm and Raoul Julia. I'm pretty sure that was his name. Raoul Julia. It was played uh, M Bison, and whoever was playing Chun Li, I think it was, um, come up and was like, "You killed my family. I'm gonna fucking."
1: revenge and he's like very famous did I?
3: I I don't recall
1: on the day that M. Bison stormed into your town yeah. was the worst day of your life for me it was Tuesday
3: exactly <laughs> I think that's uh, the Jesse Hogan effect he's M. Bison I'm like you snubbed me at Mitchum Coles he's like to you that was a thing to me It was Wednesday night.
0: It was another wanker I don't have to deal with.
3: (laughs) Pretty much. I was right near the Matchbox cars. I was just trying to get some condoms for the women I'm trying to shag.
1: Luke Darcy. Speaking of overrated. Jesus Christ, we could do with less talking from Luke Darcy. Honestly,
3: I like Luke Darcy as a bloke. But as a commentator, I do
0: not rate him. See, I like all most of the people as blokes. It's just the whole Seven production, I think, is just bullshit. I think it's rubbish. Like yeah. I'm not listening to and well, David King and fucking what's the name? banter on about bullshit. And I like just,
1: David
3: King. Um, yeah, I not like him in the war.
1: I think it's just rubbish.
3: I tell you what, uh, His so, analysis, I find, is quite good.
1: Uh, standing next to Darcy is Taylor Harris, who played for the Bulldogs, It just came up on the screen. Um, you were talking before about Daisy Pierce with them hi. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That, Jesus
3: Jesus Christ. Uh, that kick where she's able to pretty much do the splits mid-air.
1: That is one of the best kicking actions you're gonna see, male or female. Oh yeah.
3: absolutely like um she has just an absolute perfect action in terms of uh her physical abilities as well as her coordination. And that's a poster that should be up on any football wall fanatics' <laughs> wall. Uh, um, she's got
1: a bit of Jennifer Lawrence about her too in the face. Oh yeah, it's yeah a bit. I see that. Oh, it's okay. good to see. we get yeah. more Basil, more Jeff um, Ballboom. <laughs> like you say though, it's Channel Seven. I fully believe that too, because uh B T cops it. Um, yeah, know, when he commentates, and some it's hard to listen at times. Yeah, on Triple M radio, he is awesome to listen to. Yeah, because um, I think you know with radio 2 you have to call more because you can't yeah. see it. Yeah, but he just calls the game, and yeah. he, it's brilliant to listen to. It's one of the best radio commentators going around.
3: Yeah, I, I actually don't mind the Triple M calls um, when they have
1: JB and Brasher. Gary.
3: Lyon. <laughs> well, sure I'm neither here nor there on, uh, but Gary Line, Mick Malloy, um, they call the game quite well. I find, um, and.
0: The other thing I think is that they target sort of the older older people like 40 plus that's sort of that era they're targeting Mm. and I think they really miss out on the market of pretty much 15 to let's say 30 year olds who are mainly internet based for all the information and all their um, content they don't watch no one's interested in listening to Caroline Wilson and fucking Gary Lyon talk about bullshit and and even um, not Hachi What's the other dude? Damien Barrett. Damien Barrett. I think he's a very good researcher, a very good like journalist in fact of finding that information. But I think his own analysis, when it's his own opinion, I think mm. is pretty crap. I don't yeah. think he really knows that much. But research information and getting Ooh, scoops, he's up. very very good at. Yeah. But his own analysis, I think, just leaves a lot to be desired.
3: I did like when uh, Tony Abbott actually phoned into Parliament and called oh, yeah. um, called Barrett the Purple Headed Warrior. Did he? <laughs> I don't think he realised what it meant. Tony Abbott did that. Oh yeah, because they were having oh, a, a bit of a contest on who could get the biggest name.
0: Yeah. So someone, someone on AFL.com.au is fucked up there in the store. So yeah. Actually, put in an order now for Luke <laughs> <laughs> semi-mitchell Mitchell. 2015 Brownlow medal. It'll be worth way more than if you did win it.
1: <laughs> Somehow, I think uh, there's a difference between priceless and yeah. worthless. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> like, gets, it's, it's like getting way. one of the web posters before they get burnt. Let it go.
3: I did see their Reddit uh, page had... The minor premiers uh, banner. I think they're going to keep that for a little bit because that's... uh, The McClellan Trophy's
1: a trophy. Yeah,
3: it's something.
0: And And some of the West Coast didn't win this season
1: too. I I would tell you, no, it's fair enough to brag about the minor premiership. I mean, Port Adelaide's been bragging about their 37 (laughs) minor premierships for years. I
3: think St (laughs) Kilda has a a few times as well. (laughs) That's
0: one thing that... I don't know about you, but I don't see, I don't meet many Port Adelaide fans that aren't in Adelaide. If that makes sense, yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. sort of an interstate one. They see sort of a big you know, following. Well, Frio are the same
1: because that's the, uh, the only bad thing about uh, beating Frio in you know the 2020 yeah. Grand Final and the Prelim, I yeah. nobody else to, to to tell about it.
0: Yeah, and the thing with Frio, I reckon I'm completely making um, sort of these stats up, but I reckon that they'd have the best chance of being the most popular second favourite team? if that makes sense? Nah, Bulldogs. Oh, because they want a flag. I know what you're saying.
3: Everyone let's, wants to see them
0: get their first. Yeah, it's mainly because they're new in as well. So when you're picking a second team, you're like, oh yeah, that team was in. They new. haven't
1: had enough time for people to hate them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Besides, you know, obviously, Freo supporters. Yeah. Um, yeah. West, Coast West Coast supporters. supporters yeah. 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 Not a bad one.
3: Dusty Martin's polling very well for a bloke who hates <laughs> umpires. Yeah, let,
0: let's be honest. Dusty Martin is never going to win got, a brown low because yeah. there's not going to be an umpire that's going to vote for him enough. Yeah. Unless there might be some off-field strong-arm tactics, you never know. You could actually win the next five in a row.
1: Yeah, nobody messes with Chelsea. Yeah. Oh, this is the game we, we were at. This, was it? Yeah, those bulldog dancers. That was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. I've
3: well, seen this- some
0: weird shit at games, haven't you? Yeah. Like in the, in the name of marketing.
3: Well, it was like um, when we went to the um, 2020s, and they had the the, the ghetto break disco dances.
1: break dancers and
3: whatnot. And it's just like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Yeah.
1: Yeah. The poor old uni <laughs> students that had to put on those <laughs> Bulldogs costumes to do their dance. And dancing. there's the
0: token one dude who's still trying to make it as a dancer. <laughs> still <laughs> sticking it out. <laughs> now, MCG and then Broadway. This is that's it. it's my plan. This is it. I've got this. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah.
3: Wasn't oh. the final team, but I'm All pretty right, sure
1: it was Sandy in the squad of yeah. 40? Yeah. No, no, no. Nick Nat. Oh,
3: Nick Nat. Nick, oh, Nick Nat Nick was Nat in the squad. Yeah. The squad yeah. of
1: 40, that wasn't an argument. Yeah. 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 Well, that's what I you said. said no, I said Sandy was in the squad. And I thought Sandy would have been in the side before Nick Nat. Having said that, he wasn't in the squad. Um, Nick Nat was, and should have been inside, but he wasn't. He didn't get picked. And
0: the thing is, it's all fun and games to have this as sort of like, you know, hey, we've got an All-Australian, but we've got to beat the Irish with this team, so I want to have the best best players in there.
3: If you can have a seven-foot-tall bloke, that, that's pretty well, handy. I and I mean, they
1: better be able to drink and throw a left hook because it's essential in Ireland. Sandy's already got an All-Australian berth, so he's qualified for the International Rules, but yep. the International Rules uh, really supports the more mobile players. Don't know if Sandy's one of those. Yeah, but but I mean, but, who are the Irish going to put up against him? He's a big exactly. fucker. He's got to win every tap. Like, they just mean nothing. But could he be goalkeeper? Stand in the middle and just reach. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> did they did they announce the coach for the international rules? Uh, it's Clarkson Clarkson and I'm guessing. Yeah, I we'll don't see how. He yeah, last year he signed. I think. He's oh, I he's to a it'd be interesting that. if uh, <laughs> if he brought along the Scott brothers, based on their international rules experience in the in yeah, yeah, and getting time. in the Biffo. <laughs> I think
0: right. Ross oh, oh,
1: here's Lewis. Look at. Ross Lyon and it could have even been Longmire with his two assistants. It was oh, somebody of yeah, that yeah. character. Yeah, I can't remember now.
3: Wow, that'd be uh, an entertaining... Gordo. That'd be a very entertaining coach's box. <laughs> Stick Sandy sideways in the goals. <laughs> <laughs>
1: See, that's all that worked pretty
0: fucking well just you to what, be able to-
1: not only could he, t- he do the the um, the unders you know stop them that's what you want yeah. to know, you can, with his height and that bounce, he could stop a few overs yeah and, you know, mm, sure enough. Trying. <laughs> even if you know once he's retired you can still prop him up just tight lash him
3: weekend of Bernie style yeah weekend of Bernie style yeah <laughs>
1: that's a hard to take half time no problem mate
0: because I actually did have like a few stories for uh, if. We had nothing to talk about, just random shit to, to go on about. Yeah, and. <laughs> so, what, you want to hear one? Yeah, good. All right. I planted a potato once. Did you? Yeah, I did. You know how, like, you got your box of potatoes and, and had start one growing. left in there? Yeah. It started, like, growing, like, it was left in there for a while. It grew, yeah. like, full on change shape to one of the tendrils, so it was almost kind of at the top. Yep. And I was looking at it, I was like. You're trying your the best, fucking, The fucking patience of this little potato. How long would it have taken to change shape
1: to try and escape? They're putting all its uh, physical energy yeah. into these roots just like, fine.
0: That's not giving up, you know what I mean? That's effort that I appreciate. So I was like, I'm "I'm going to fucking plant it. I'm going to take you out. Don't know what I expected to happen with this, (laughs) but I felt like those people that like set free those caged chickens and steggles or some shit. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, you live potato. The thing is, I don't even know how to plant potatoes, how they even (laughs) fucking grow. Surely you dig a hole, you put
1: it in there, you cover it up.
0: That's what I did, but the potatoes have seeds. Like how do they reproduce? Like how does one
1: potato turn into another?
0: All right, so do you have to like just. Trim roots just off the potatoes dirt. and like so there's little tendrils so you just cut them off and then I, replant a different I spot think, No, you just plant something.
1: What you do is it's you, take, you take a tuber. take the um, the empty chip packet and you plant <laughs> that, and the smiths come out, and that's how you get the different flavors.
0: <laughs> Clearly, he oh, Gordo's called the double brownie. Reckons prettys is going to catch up. We'll yeah. have two Charlies going out to.
1: It two going to WA. Yeah. Ben well, was already on the first uh, flight
0: out there here and all this Charlie's had out <laughs> to WA. I'll
1: tell you what, the, the, the a <laughs> lot more Charlie at the ba- bathrooms at the Brownlow. <laughs> There's old mate Joffa. As you do. Actually, uh, I think we've talked about it before, but Joffa, Joffa nominated... Joffa, all Australian? Uh, <laughs> yeah, <straight laughs> of the year. Of the year all Australian? Australian, Australian yeah. Um, Love Joffa's work.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think he's a, a very deserving nomination. Uh, the amount of charity work he does... I uh, think he... It's crazy. I yeah. think
0: literally he's in the top 100. Also, if you're not yeah. aware, we actually did a podcast with Joffa uh, a fair while ago now, towards the start of the season. If you go onto um, a website or our SoundCloud or iTunes, yeah, you'll see it. Is a catalog? It's in the um, Balls Deep section. We do um, the personal interviews, we call them Balls Deep, because yeah. fucking, I'll, why not?
3: You can you can listen to Joffa and <clears throat> still hate Collingwood, that's absolutely yeah. fine. but
0: he actually is like a really top bloke, and the thing is, he, he will be on social media and be like, fully like, fuck everyone else but Collingwood, but outside of that persona he does a lot of work for other clubs to make sure they stay afloat
3: he helped kept uh, Carlton Carlton afloat and and Western Bulldogs Western Bulldogs as well and he's heavily involved in the soccer yeah yeah he loves loves his soccer soccer. loves his soccer it was very funny
1: with uh, Joffa because on Reddit um, that day was who would be the worst um, person ever to have uh, asked me anything on Reddit and Joffa was the first person named and it was that night we were interviewing Joffa um, but the reason, and when we started this podcast, he was actually one of the first people yeah. I thought of who'd be interesting to. Yeah, just to quick talk story: about.
0: there are actually people who are watching our stream to actually because they can't get a live stream of. Um,
1: I said that there would be yeah
0: of the Brownlow, so we should probably actually
1: update with oh, yeah. what, what's, what's right. going on. Um, yeah. So anyway, what I was saying was when we started the podcast, Joffa was one of the first people I thought would be Smith. interesting. Yeah. Um, to. Uh, that wraps it up the Fife. That's oh, that's, uh, oh yeah, it's over now. There's only one game left. and yeah. Five's got a five up, up by
0: four, so five will be your 2015 Brownlow
1: Medal winner just like we knew way back in yep. July and he brought his own microphone he one a microphone <laughs> <laughs> um, handed it to Michael Barlow who's his date for the night <laughs> um, but, yeah Joffrey was one of the people who I, I thought he'd be really interesting uh, the, one of the first people I thought of because one I thought we can get him Yeah. <laughs> let's be honest there's not the many yeah. players going to come out to this but two he's a, a man not that Jesse, Hogan, loves for football sure. Yeah, and I can talk to anybody when they have an absolute passion for something Yeah, yeah. Um, and as we found out he had a passion for two things that was uh, uh, football and helping people helping yeah. the, the yeah. unfortunate so um, it's uh, it, it was it was great to have him on um, and I'll never say a bad word about him ever yeah yeah.
3: anytime you get over 30 votes you'd have to be stiff not again
1: <laughs> I think there's been two people who have got 30 votes and not one in this current format and Sammy Mitchell was one of them yeah. I've got a feeling Dane Swan might have got close or that might have been the year Dane Swan won
3: well, plenty of times we've seen uh, 24 be a winner. So, yep. you know, if you get over 25, you're looking pretty good. And if you get over 30, you should win it.
1: How cruel <laughs> is that, putting the free metal table next to the Hawks? That was one of the worst bloody fist bump hugs we've ever seen. Wasn't it? Did old mate have a Polaroid camera there? I don't know, but old mate there was not
0: interested in getting in that shot at all. I reckon he uh. might have snuck in and he's like, shit, camera, I've got to turn my head. <laughs> I'm
1: actually not invited to this. Put your gig. phone down, you dickhead. I don't get that. Why is everyone filming it? You're going to enjoy it more. Exactly. It. Yeah. Nobody's interested in seeing that video.
0: And it's Nobody. being filmed. Like, you can watch the yeah. tape afterwards. Like, you'll f- record something in lieu of experiencing it live. Oh, yeah. It hey, seems fucking ridiculous. to the producer tell him,
1: Nat the stairs are right there. <coughs> I think you yeah. can fucking see the yeah. stairs, mate. I think someone just wanted to speak to Nat Fife. Oh, I've just realised that um, it's tradition that the last Brownlow medalist um, presents the medal. Yeah. Um, just do. isn't there. So old call? Gaz. Right, He's got a couple. So well, I
0: mean you may as well give next year's Brownland Medal and present it out.
1: <laughs> well I tell you what, they, they changed the rules so that Five could be eligible. And I don't yeah. think anybody's complaining. No. Nah, no. Nah. Uh,
3: Unless it's British.
0: I think no one loves it more than Bruce. Look at the hands all over him. <laughs> God,
1: free I, kick. Free kick. I tell you what, every day <clears throat> of the week. Can't be doing that, Bruce. Michael Barlow's head like Bruce, keep it above the waist, mate. <laughs> exactly. Hey, where are you going? <laughs> My Fitzpatrick. Look at this cunt. This fucking cunt. <laughs> I told you not to fucking drag this fucking cunt. Oh. Oh,
0: crown story. Oh, I've got to think of one. That I'm not going to give up on our actual main gambling <laughs> podcast.
1: So, yeah, it's coming up probably a couple of months or so. We've got my de- degenerate friend, Gambler. He's, he's yeah, yeah
0: that, we got plenty. I'll think one before this uh, this thing's out. Oh,
1: this speech has got another 15 minutes. Left. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I don't want to miss any jokes that I can slide in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why start now? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, looking at our uh, off-season, we're going to do um, sort of more interesting, sort of one-off, ah, standalone me. podcasts because we yeah. can't do for week by week. And Good the thing is, getting guests off. like players, it's like for us, Eight. I mean, first of all, it's hard to get onto them. But Eight. secondly, okay. no finish them. Um, it's hard to get uh, sort of legit stories. You get media managed one week at a time and it's very hard for them to be just open and honest. Know. So we've got a few ideas for the off-season of what we're going to do. So... Gambling stories is definitely one of them. I've got fucking, literally, I've written them down, so I've got books <laughs> of them that
1: I'm going to spill out there. Just then, uh, they showed uh, Rossi Lyon in the crowd not wearing his wedding band. I said, all well, right, he's out for a big night at Crown tonight. Really? Look out. Yeah. There was his wife next to him, so. Yeah, doesn't matter. She, she's going to bed soon. She she's getting know. tired. That's been a long long count.
0: Actually, all right, That's not really a story, but it's a little fact that one of the people that actually used to love spending time hogging over there in town was Mark Harvey. Yep. But the thing is, he wouldn't drink, he, he wouldn't really gamble. He just loved talking to people. Yeah. He just loved being around people and just chatting and hearing their stories. But it's not like like he was doing it to try and be nice. He's genuinely interested in what people have to say. Yeah. And so he'd sit there and like, he'd be playing like Caribbean stud. He might have like two scotches for the whole night. That's it. And like S- uh, Frio were playing at that point. He was but coaching he, them, yeah. Yeah, but he'd stay there and he'd, he'd genuinely be interested in what people were saying.
1: Jeez, it'd be Michael Bullers just realized he's got to put out now. He's got to put <laughs> five state. I mean, the, the bloke wins the medal. You, yeah. You're going to take one of them out, aren't you?
0: Yeah, you're going to get cosby <laughs> That's why he wasn't sipping the full beer. Yeah, that's why he spat the beer back in yeah. there.
3: If this
1: isn't going to get the taste yeah. out... Yeah. Anyone who's been cosby knows. The old hard Cosby. <laughs>
0: the fast Cosby. Still going. Uh, yeah, but Mark Harvey, the funny thing was, yeah. whenever anyone... Um, from the AFL gets in the mahogany room. Like, what people don't know is that mahogany room has one of the strongest super coach leagues in super coach. Yep. Like, they're really up there. Like, they're really, really into take their it, super take coach. It very serious. Whenever any AFL player comes into mahogany room, supervisors all surround him. So, who's hey, playing this week? And like, they'll just <laughs> suss out what's going on in the AFL. And so that's like the entire mission of all the supervisors and pit bosses, yeah, the male ones in the mahogany room, is just to get like win the. Um, that's what I'll explain. Is that dealers are the biggest degenerate gamblers on the planet. Like you'd think, if you're working in a casino, that you'd be sick of gambling and that you wouldn't want to do it. But the thing is, if you work there, you're actually not allowed to gamble. And so I try and compare it to working in a chocolate factory and being banned from eating chocolate. First thing you to want to do is eat chocolate. chocolate yes. Yeah. And So dealers are the biggest degenerate gamblers.
1: Well it's I've always said that uh, publicans are either drunks or
0: teetotalers. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly the same same principle. And so the mahogany room supercoach is like 50 bucks a week <laughs> to uh to like enter and shit. So they're playing for serious cash. Here's a random thing. If you actually listen, I don't know if anyone actually listens to our intros, or if you like, you hear our podcast and you skip the intro and go to the <laughs> yeah. the meat of it or whatever.
1: You work hard on those intros. You love do, working hard. On I, those I
0: don't things. work hard on them, but I love doing them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I put some thought into them, but I've actually got like a whole folder of just little Bruce sound bites. Yeah. And so I'm actually thinking of doing a podcast with adding Bruce in there with just these little sound bites, so I sound like he's here with us, but just make him fucking nasty and just <laughs> raw <roar laughs> as fuck. Just make him like gangster. <laughs>
1: He's pretty gangster as is, I reckon. I, I, like, I like to think that off-camera, he is real gangster.
0: But the funny thing is, he's big into his horse racing. Loves it. And so, the way you can edit and sort of take out of context a lot of horse terminology just, just like horse names. feeds hand-in-hand hand with making him a badass motherfucker. Look. So, in the off-season, when I've got time, you can, you can expect a, a Bruce podcast coming out there.
1: <laughs> um, I th- we we covered uh, our grand final tips at the start, but I think uh, I said obviously I'm a Hawthorn supporter. So yeah, big Hawks, big he's Hawks. He's in the
0: Hawks. Um, I don't want Hawks to win, but I think they will.
3: Oh, so. I'll, I'll take the unpopular position of West Coast, just because I I want to go for the underdog, and they're prob- even though they finished second to Hawthorne's third, they're probably the underdog for this match. And they,
0: okay. Look, I'm, I'm a Richmond supporter, and we've been ruining people's milestones and celebrations all year, and Hawks going for three in a row.
1: Well, Okay, if anybody's neutral out there and you want a reason to go for Hawthorne, uh, what was I going to say? A reason to go for Hawthorne.
2: Selling a little? Or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify
0: is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage,
1: Uh, so we're not Collingwood, so that's one thing. But yeah. Collingwood uh, have only two records um, going around at the minute. Yep. One is the most lost Grand Finals, which I'll keep. Yep. They're also the only team to ever win four in a row.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> it might
1: be there's only five teams.
0: I- I'm going to go out on a limb and reckon Gordo's onto it. I've got a Carlton, Melbourne twice, and Brisbane with three in a row. There yeah. you go. Let me chase them. Yeah, Richmond, two thousand fifty-two. We're there. Two thousand and fifty two. <laughs> I'm how going for one in my life. How many kid, that's what I'm aiming for? How one how many kids in my life. is
3: Dusty life. Martin gonna have? have However many to give him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He'll look after them all. It's a good been, band. Yeah, it's right, he's a Richmond supporter. Like uh you know, you were born a few years after their last premiership in the ninety yeah. you just want one. Yeah. My daughter's seven. She's, she's a Hawks supporter. She's a Hawks supporter, has not yeah. got a clue. She's only yeah. been alive for three premierships.
0: Yeah. She was the one that went to school and proclaimed Screw Rioli as her favourite
1: player. It's better than my son. He went to school and claimed that Joe Ruffed was his dad. <laughs>
2: Are you
1: serious? <laughs> yeah, he's telling kids. He doesn't even have red hair. And Hawthorne halfway there. You've got to get there so that Collingwood don't stand out. Right? Yeah. That's all Collingwood have got these days.
0: Yeah. So I'm saying West Coast just, you know, because we can't all really be going for the same team in yeah, the I'm finals. On West Coast
3: yeah. as well. Um, just because they beat him in the final earlier, and yeah. I mean,
0: following Richmond's form, I want to spoil everyone's, you know, <laughs> everyone's celebrations. <laughs> Fuck him. I can't enjoy it. Yeah. Anyway, cheers, uh, guys from the YouTube and Reddit who tuned in. Yep.
2: Um, right. Yeah.
3: Thanks for tuning in, guys. Right, Appreciate it. See you next Tuesday.
0: Bye.